The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Gentlemen, a horrible gamers podcast show number 341 being recorded on February the 13th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, known as Jesus Walks Out. Today, I'm joined by my friend from Little Ohio, the Mayo. Welcome back, Steve Willier. Welcome. Hey, Jesus. How you doing? Hi. Uh, how's it going? I'm doing good. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. A little chilly here in Ohio, but. That's right. Also, it's a little chilly here in Oregon, but... Yeah, I hear you got some snow. We did. We did. Did you see uh, Jonathan Hall snowboarding on his fucking street? <laughs> I, I did. I was impressed. He, yeah. he he killed it out there. Doing some backflips yeah. he was doing. He, he looked like some <laughs> SSX tricky going on over there. Yeah. Motherfucker was snowboarding on his street. Yeah, he lives on that hill right there, so... I didn't even think of that. That must be a bitch to get out of when it's fucking snowing. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, was snowboarding down the hill there. And uh, yeah, that was, seemed like fun. But uh, anyways, anyways, we also have from the West Coast, the best coast, our friend Nipron is back. Welcome back, Nipron. Welcome. Yo, what's going on, guys? Special guest, Nipron. Welcome. Well, we're doing mighty fine. How you doing, sir? Hey, pretty good, and uh, pretty cold down here in San Diego too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I know uh, Mayo is making fun of my pretty cold weather probably down fucking, here. Probably fucking sixty-seven degrees or something, right? Even even Jesus yeah. is making fun of your weather down there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's cold." Yeah, it's probably like fucking fifty degrees. What is it up there? Yeah, it's about fifty, fifty to forty. I mean, cold at night. What? That's, that's yeah, nothing. It's cold to me. <laughs> T-shirt weather. Yeah, I know that uh, Brink yeah. showed me a Brink showed me a screenshot in in Antarctica. And was it that Antarctica? It was like negative, or it was like twenty eight degrees the other day, and it was also twenty eight degrees in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's fucking cold, man. But then, then you see uh, Leahy posting stuff on like up in Canada where he's at, and it was like minus thirty last week in spots, and then minus yeah. fifty, and he was yeah, they are. That's in Celsius, though. That's in Celsius. Yeah. Right. Mm, What's I don't negative know. Negative fifty. What's negative 50 in Celsius? Isn't it like, like 10 degrees? Negative 50 in Celsius? Isn't that like 100, negative 100 degrees? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It's still negative 30 Celsius. Because I've seen that before. Negative 30 Celsius. It's negative 22 degrees. In oh, okay. Right? So, yeah, they're like... Yeah. Anyways, anyways... Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. They will serve you on iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. 
Also, join our community, Horrible Gamers Podcast community. It's a close group on Facebook, so that means anything you post in the group stays in the group. And also, follow our Facebook page, Horrible Gamers Podcast. In that page, we post when we uh, have new shows up. Uh, we post memes on there. We post links to shit in there. Um, also, you can support the show by heading on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers like our friends. Let me I have to log in here. Fuck. Like our friends. Uh, let me pull up the list. Hmm. Michael Sitch. Jason Sams. Robert Noble. Sean Patrick. Chad. Vader Holic. The Commandalorian. Native Lives Matter. Henley M. Jesse Kraft. The Mayo. Robbie Wheat. Adam Sunday. John Jerome. Evan Tanaka. Jonathan. Evan. Bigger. D <laughs> and Bill still even the biggest D Gardner the second yeah yeah thanks you guys for, for being uh, Patreon machines I love all of you and uh, shout out to all of you for being part of the Patreon family anyways let's move on now guys and give a quick shout out to our friends over at Stitcher Stitcher.com forward slash premium is where you can sign up for a premium account with Stitcher. You get access to ad-free listening, exclusive content, and so much more. When you sign up for Stitcher Premium, you get exclusive network access to some podcasts that are only available on Stitcher and other stuff. There's tons of stuff on there. Like There's just like special contracts they have like NBC, CBS, and all that shit. You get access to all those shows as well. So... You may wonder to yourself, Mayo, what does it cost to sign up for Stitcher Premium? Well, let me tell you. It's got to be it a costs, No, no, not at all. It's, it's only $3.99 a month or $34.99 a year. That's it. $34.99 a year for ad-free listeners. That's and all it? Good stuff. Yep. You get stat tracking with your podcast. You get to see how long you've listened to the podcast, how many years you've listened to a podcast, how many hours you listen to the podcast, uh, how, how often do you stop a podcast, what's your favorite podcast. It keeps track of all that for you automatically if you use Stitcher. So if you want to use Stitcher Premium, you can by signing up over at stitcher.com forward slash premium. But... Use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS to get yourself a free month of said Stitcher Premium, whether you sign up for a year for $34.99 or a month-to-month subscription. It does not matter. Get yourself some Stitcher Premium for free. Use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS, all caps, no spaces. That's right. Now, if you want to look cool, that's right, Mayo. I know you want to look cool. Always. You want to head on over Head on over to Redbubble, Mayo. Head on over to Redbubble. Okay. You want to look I'm cool? Going there right now. Search Horrible Gamers, buy yourself a nice hoodie, because it's snowing outside. Get yourself a nice hoodie, some nice shirts, some nice long sleeve shirts there in Ipron for you San Diego Ooh. weather people. Ooh. Some coasters, maybe maybe yourself a nice mask, you know, because uh, you have to wear a mask everywhere now. You get a nice mask, uh, get yourself a, maybe an acrylic block, maybe some socks or a clock. It all depends on what you want. It should be available there at Redbubble for you. So I suggest you head on over there, get yourself some merchandise, support the show, look cool while you're doing it. It's a win-win for everyone. Also, let's give a quick shout-out to our friends, Father and Twisting for the intro song to the podcast called The Breakout and the outro song to the podcast done by Broke for Free, Night Owl. Shout-out to both of them. Also, shout-out to Ricky Alfaros and MechMod for their music and contributions to the podcast. Also... 
guys. Today's show number is 341, Nipron. Do you know the significance and the meaning of the angel number 341? Uh, no. What does it mean? Alright, let me tell you here. <clears throat> angel number 341 notes to all the people facing integrity and honesty challenges, Mayo. Mm -hmm. It is a sign that you must practice sincerity and character by being honest for the sake of your future. It is a sign that in your line of work and the environment you're living in, you are needing to be truthful and honorable. And that will sustain you and take you forward, Mayo. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Very. <laughs> bringing knowledge here to all the listeners. <laughs> all right. All right, guys, so uh, be truthful and honest, Mayo, and sincere, and we'll move forward, okay? Okay. Okay, got it. Let's talk about what we've been playing this week. I've been playing some games. Y'all been playing some games. Let's get into some video games! Gunny couldn't make it this week because Gunny got stuck on the side of the road with his Jeep. Yeah, he's probably getting somebody with a, uh, like an S10 oh. pickup to pull him out, probably. Probably, you know, I mean, Gunny thought he was cool. He's like, well, yeah, I'm my Jeep. I can drive on the side of the road. And he went off-roading and he got stuck again. Yeah, that 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 20-inch lift that he put on his Jeep wasn't enough. <laughs> Fucking $13,000 later was not enough of a lift. Now he needs to go higher. He needs to get a another 20-inch lift on top of that. He needs to just lift. turn it into a monster truck and then maybe, maybe he wouldn't get stuck. <laughs> One of those big ass fucking wheels. Yeah, like <laughs> need them like six like, foot fucking, tall wheels. Yeah, fucking six. Yeah, six foot tall wheels on that fucking thing. You know, like driving. There was a truck here in my town. No joke, dude. It had like the wheels on that fucking thing were probably like at least eight feet tall on each side. And then it was like a little, like a it was a Chevy pickup, like a like a little tiny Chevy, like an old school pickup. Like an old S10 or something then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that thing had like a fucking lift kit on it, dude. But the fucking wheels, I shit you not, they were probably like eight feet tall, maybe ten feet tall. The fucking wheels were huge on that thing. That thing stood like as tall as a house, like a two-story house. I'm like, how the fuck do you even get in that truck? <laughs> like, 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 how do you even get in there, dude? How do you even drive this thing down the road? How do you even see where you're going? with this thing you know like like this thing is huge how the fuck and this like like people drove it i'm assuming uh because it was it was like parked in front of a house like like somebody drove it and parked it there i'm like okay that's it's fucking wild see i could see gunny doing some dumb shit like that putting like big ass fucking tires on this fucking jeep <laughs> so he doesn't get stuck anymore he's tired of being stuck yeah. in the mud sorry gunny hopefully next week you'll be here this week you're stuck in the mud. That sucks. But speaking of being stuck in the mud, I'll tell you what game I didn't play this week. That's Mud Runners. Fuck that game. <laughs> or Snow Runner, right? Yeah, fuck that game too. You got plenty of practice this week the way it sounded. <laughs> uh, we played some more. Oh, well, I played some more. Uh, some more Battlefield 4. Been playing that lately. And uh, Battlefield 4 is just an incredible game. I mean, it holds up even to this day. And, uh, like, playing everything on Ultra, and then you, uh, what did I do? 
end up uh, doubling up the resolution to like 150, 175%. Uh-huh. So it's at 1440p, but it's at like at 175% of 1440p. So it's like almost downscaling. 4K. So it's almost 4K, and it's fucking, it looks incredible. I'm like, holy fuck, this game looks so good. You know, it looks like a pretty much like a modern generation fucking title almost. You know, it looks so fucking good. And it holds up, and, you know, the shooting holds up, and everything's still, you know, it's Battlefield. It, it fucking works. Uh, so I was playing that the other day, kind of by myself, just randomly playing. Um, and one of the funniest things that I noticed while I was playing was this, I, I noticed this guy in my squad... And I noticed his name was Mayo something. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked down. And, I, and it said, like, Mayo is my favo. Like, like my favorite. But oh, like, yeah. Like, you you uh, sent that to me, and I screenshotted it. So I can pull up exactly and tell you what it was. It was, um, yes, yeah, it says, Mayo is my favo. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit, dude? Like, <laughs> like who the hell is trolling me right now? Like, like is this the listener just trolling me right now? Just like, I'm gonna join Jesus in Battlefield and fucking make fun of you know, make fun of him for losing. Just let him know that. Of the year. Let him know that Mayo's better. Yeah, fuck you, Mayo. I was pissed, dude. Mm-hmm. I was fucking pissed. I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> After all that, like, uninstall. I just was a little pissed off, you know. Got a little salty about that, uh, but I, I I will confirm that I could still I still got my sniping skills in Battlefield Four. Um, I'm very good at camping at our spawn and shooting people from our spawn in the head from like a mile away. I'm very good at that. <laughs> I, could, I could do that still. Uh, as far as everything else, I cannot do anything else. Like I can't fly jets in the in the Battlefield Four. Like. I don't know how people do it with mouse and keyboard, man. I, I could never fly a plane or a helicopter in, in, with the mouse and the keyboard. I just can't. Like, mm-hmm. it is fucking goddamn impossible to do it. Like, I could drive a tank, in the, and even that's a little clunky, sort of, but I could still get the hang of it and still, like, do okay with the tank or something or a Jeep or something. But a fucking helicopter... <laughs> the mouse and you gotta like tilt it forward like pushing the mouse up and then pull the mouse back and then you're using WASD and using space and shift and fucking it's like what the fuck dude how do you do this like hmm. I hated it I, I hate the, the mouse and keyboard controls for the airplanes and the helicopters in Battlefield is trash use the controller when you're using that but the shooting feels good when you're mouse and keyboard so it's kind of like a toss up right like you gotta mm-hmm. have your controller like like right there on standby to like use a fucking helicopter or something. But then as soon as you're shooting, you got to switch over to mouse and keyboard. You know, it's, it's fucking kind of weird. Um, but yeah, Battlefield 4, everyone. Woo! Yeah. I know a lot of people do that. Like they have a, a controller on standby. And uh, whenever they hop in the plane, they just, boop. They just grab it, pick it up and it's, like, you, know, it's, you know how it is. You just hit that button and it yeah. automatically changes over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I could see some people flying these planes. I'm like, how the fuck do you do so good on an airplane? Like, it was kind of crazy how good some of these people were on these jets. And, you know, obviously, like, these people have been playing this shit for, like, eight years now or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> so, they're obviously really good at the game. Anyways, besides Battlefield 4 and, and playing all that amazing shit, going blowing shit up and whatnot, um... Me and Leahy went over and we played some more Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PC. Uh, and that game still never ceases to amaze me. Like, it's it's 
probably my favorite multiplayer at the moment, you know, for like PC. It is just so good. It has a lot of players and yes, there is bots in some matches. Yes, there is bots, but uh overall it's just a lot of fucking fun. It's always double XP. It's like always double XP. It's just double XP all the time. So like you're constantly ranking up your characters really fast. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's fucking epic when, like, you have, like, all the heroes in, like, one area just fucking fighting it out with each other. Because yesterday we had some pretty cool moments where, uh, like, I ran into a fucking checkpoint and there was legit, like, I shit, like, probably, like, fucking six Jedis and they're all fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, all, like, the fucking Empire, like, fucking Darth Vader, Darth Maul and shit and fucking, like... Like, these fucking crazy motherfuckers, and then you got, like, Yoda and fucking Luke Skywalker and shit on the other side, and they're all fucking fighting each other. You're like, what the fuck? And they're using, like, you know, like, fucking, you know, they got the force push or whatever, so they, like, force push each other, and, like, boom, everyone goes fucking flying. It's like, what the fuck? It was, it was pretty fucking epic, man. I was like, hell yeah, this is fucking dope. Um, but, yeah, that was a lot of fun playing that with Leahy. We played a few rounds of that. And then a few rounds, we got our asses just handed to us, man. That other team was just dominating us. Like, we couldn't we couldn't even move forward. Like, our team was so bad. We were just stuck in, like, the like the first two bases. We couldn't capture the next two bases that we needed to capture. And it was just, like, impossible to capture. It's like, what the fuck? Why is this so hard? Um, but it's just these guys were really good, and they had, like, really high-level, like, like, cards for their superheroes. So, like, they had, like... All their Jedi's were like purple cards. They were just fucking us up, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like when you have the purple cards on the Jedi's, dude, just fuck the Jedi's by themselves and like the normal fucking with the weak cards are pretty good. Now, when you have it maxed out with those purple cards and you have like the maximum stats for everything, those things they'll fuck you up so hard because they got like super fast refresh rates and shit. Like, like their shit is just so powerful it fucks you up. But uh. I've been enjoying the hell out of Battlefront 2, and I continue to play more of it. I fucking love that game, dude. The music, the, the settings, the, the maps, the the looks. It's hard to believe that game is like four years old now or whatever. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, besides all that, besides all that, um, I was looking at the Steam sale this week. And uh, looking at what, considering something to buy, and there's nothing on the Steam sale I want to buy. There, there's like, a Steam sale? I haven't even noticed. Yeah, there's a Lunar sale going on for whatever, the Lunar New Year or something like that. Uh, and so that's going on, and there's literally nothing. I, I thought about buying Stardew Valley. Because mm -hmm. I know I kind of like that game, you know? Yeah, Stardew is not a bad I'm game. What? What'd you say? Oh, that game's on sale right now? Yeah, it's like twelve Study bucks. Valley. Yeah, it's like twelve yeah, bucks or something. Have you have you played uh, Terraria, Jesus? No. I think I would pick up Terraria over Stardew. Why? If that's on sale, just a type of game. It, it's kind of a crafting game, but it kind of is a side side scroller. But there's a lot of uh, digging, and it actually has a lot of objectives you can do. So it's not a city builder, nothing like that. But you're like a little hero, and you get a random generated mm -hmm. world. And you have all these bosses to fight. It, there's a lot to this game. It's actually quite fun. Stardew Valley sounds cooler. You be like those sim games too. I'm not. I'm not so much into the city builder type stuff and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, but yeah, Terraria is kind of like you, you can build your own house. And you go find new weapons. You can craft weapons, and all these events happen. These 
these uh, blood moon things happen. These goblin raids will come and attack you and just different events. And like I said, there's different bosses. You have to do certain things to trigger them. It'll make them spawn. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, so um, I might pick up Stardew Valley. I don't know about, you know, like, I just need something to play right now. Because it's really like I've been a lull right now. Like, it really is. Like, there was nothing to sell that intrigued me at all. Like, I was like, well, maybe I could buy this. But, you know, like, I guess. Well, maybe I could buy that. Oh, I guess. And I was like, nothing, dude. Like, there's like nothing to play right now. And it's kind of fucking bullshit, you know. It's like, how the fuck do I own... Like a PC and there's nothing to play on this fucking all these, shit. All these games to play and you get that, like, you just stare at it and going, what do I, what do I play right now? Like, nothing, yeah. nothing grabs me, you know? Yeah, like, like what, yeah, what do we play right now, man? What the fuck do we, we play? We could play, like I said, we could play some co-op Terraria. I, I own it and you can play together. Hmm. There's Valheim. You know, I was looking at that. People keep talking about Valheim. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to do that. And there was little nightmares too, but it's like that shit's thirty bucks. I don't know if I want to do that. I probably will never beat it. So I, don't I never. I remember buying the first little nightmares, and I barely put any time into that game. Like uh, maybe maybe an hour. And I should go back and just revisit that one since the new one's out. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I've been playing. So that's what I've been playing. And then on top of that, so I went back today and I started playing some more Hitman 3. And that game is still fun. You know, I still recommend it for the people that are Hitman fans. How long is this game, actually? Like, if you went not through, how many missions? Not many? No, it's like six missions, seven missions. It's not long at all. But they're adding to it, correct? Maybe. I know that the last one had DLC and the one before that had a few maps they added. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll add, like, a few locations to this, you know. Like, oh, here's a new location to kill this guy or whatever. Um, there is multiplayer mode in, in Hitman, uh, but the multiplayer is, like, a create-your-own-level-type multiplayer. Like, you use the maps that are currently in the game, and then you create, like, a target in that map, and then you, as the creator, have to create, like, a way to kill that target. Like, you have to kill that target, and the person you know, who plays that map after you create the map and the target or whatever and you kill them, the person who plays that map afterwards, they have to, I think they have to either find out how you killed that target or or they can kill them however they want to and they get points for that. But if they kill them exactly how you killed them, they get the maximum amount of XP and points for killing that target. Just like you did it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's how the multiplayer works in that in that game. There's not necessarily like a multiplayer. It's just like kind of like a create a level, and then hopefully the other person will kill that person like you did, and they get all the points. If not, then whatever, you know. And like I said, there's a lot of ways to kill people in these games, so you can get pretty fucking creative on how to kill someone, you know. Whether you electrocute them or fucking throw them off a balcony or shoot them in the head or stab them in the neck or whatever, you know, poison them. Whatever, you know, you there's different ways to kill people in the game. Um But yeah, so that's that's it man. Um besides all that, what else have I played? I was thinking I've played something else this week. Would you would you say the freedom of killing people has improved like throughout like all the Hitman series, like one, two and three? The recent like, ones? Yeah, like the recent ones. Like, you know, no, it's right. been kind of the same. Like, like you can kill anyone on the map. 
there's really no consequences for killing anyone on the map. Like, the consequence is you get less XP. Like, if you kill a civilian... No. Like, say you kill the chef or you kill a security guard that you weren't... Like, he's not your target, but you kill him because you have to or whatever. Because they're shooting at you or they're chasing you or they witness you do something. If you kill him, then you get negative XP for that. It'll say, like, you killed a civilian that's negative 100 XP for this for this level or whatever. And you can kill everyone on the map. You could literally just... Like, if you want to play this game like a fucking go out and shoot everything you fucking see, you could do that if you want to. You could legit just, like, walk up to the front door and start shooting the guards and then pick up their guns and shoot the next guards and keep walking through all the doors, you know, until you get to your target and kill the target. Uh, but a lot of the times, the targets... Uh, like if they're like a high profile target you're trying to kill, uh, they have like an evacuation plan. They're like, if they have a security team, which they always do, they usually have an evacuation plan. So if you do not know what the evacuation plan is, like with, like if there's like a secret tunnel or a secret path they're going to take him through, or like there's a helicopter that's going to land on the fucking pad or whatever, and they're going to evacuate him to the helicopter, or they're going to evacuate him to the fucking Hummer outside or something or whatever, to the limousine or something. You gotta be prepared to know what the evacuation route is. Uh, that way you can kill him. Because there was a level in Hitman 1, I think, where there was this embassy level where I had to kill somebody who was in the embassy. And all I did to, to do that level was I triggered the fire alarm. <laughs> I triggered the fire alarm, and then I just waited in the tunnel that they were going to walk through because they were going to take the guy from the fucking the embassy... And, like, escort him out, right? Like, the security, like, like, like 10 guys were going to grab him. Like, Secret Service and shit. They are going to grab him and, like, take him to, like, the fucking elevator and the staircase. And, like, bring him out to the garage and bring him into, like, this tunnel. It was, like, a like a special tunnel hallway type thing to get to his evacuation car or whatever. But I was in that fucking tunnel. So, as soon as those motherfuckers walked in there, I, like, blew them all up. <laughs> I put, like, a mine on the wall on one side, and then I put a mine on the other end of the hallway, so they were, like, trapped in the middle of it, and just fucking blew them all up, but they were in there, <laughs> and it's like, boom, target deleted, and, like, I, I killed, like, every, I killed, like, all his bodyguards and shit, too, but I was like, well, that's a reflective way to kill a fucking target, I guess, you know, like, I just killed him in the fucking hallway. And then I just walked out, and it was like, mission complete. <laughs> so, like, if you know the evacuation route, you could just do that. Like, that game is really... You really have a lot of freedom based on how you want to kill people, you know? Like I said, you can go, like, real stealthy and poison them or whatever. Or you could, like, just go boss the wall. I'm going to fucking shoot everyone in this room because I'm tired of walking around waiting for you to do something. I'm just going to shoot everyone. And that's it. And you could do that, too. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, do you have a preferred yeah. method? Do you like to kill a particular uh, way or... Uh, I, I like to be stealthy as much as I can, and sometimes it's just like, I get just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna like do this right now, like, boom, boom, and just fucking take everyone out, <laughs> you know, like, if shit goes to the fucking south, like, if shit goes south, I'm just going, like, as fast as I could. I'll try to kill, like, the target, and if there's witnesses, I'll try to kill the witnesses real quick. Even if they're civilians, I'll try to kill them. And then I'll just try to run as fast as I can and change my outfit so no one can recognize me. And then I'll try to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's really difficult sometimes because sometimes you get, like, all these fucking people chasing you and shit. Like, fucking cops and shit are chasing you. And you're like, fuck! 
fuck, I gotta kill so many people right now. Fucking A, dude, you know? And it's, it's like, really bad when you kill a lot of people because then you get, like, like no XP at the end of the match. You're like, fuck, I got no points for that mission. You know? But you do unlock, no matter what, every time you beat the mission, no matter how you beat it, you unlock different scenarios or different, like, things you can do the next time in the mission, you know? Like, the next time you'll have a sniper rifle or the next time you can start inside the ball or the next time you can start as the gardener or the next time you can start as the cop or the next time you can start as a security guard it just gives you different options every time you beat it so the game is really based on get in there play something and retry it over and over and over until you like perfect it or whatever you know what i mean or you get all the possible ways of doing yeah you get all the possible endings yeah because i mean yeah there's a lot of different ways you can kill people like i said the the best way that you really wanted like the the hitman what the Hitman game wants you to do is get the the kill that that looks accidental or like you know what I mean like like the the kill has to look like it's an accident. That's the best type of kill. That's the one you get the most points for if you make it look like an accident somehow. So like, oh, uh, they're walking through the water puddle and like the fucking they turn on the lamp and the wire is running through the puddle and there's a fucking short in the wire and the wire electrocutes them or something you know and oh fuck. What a tragic way to die, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, you know. I don't know. I think if I ever went went that way, I think it would be not a coincidence, you know? <laughs> it's so like just... <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, hitman, it's, you know? Yeah, it's so like... Yeah, yeah, it's really... Uh, yeah, it's bizarre. So, so remember that, Jesus. If I, if I were ever found dead and I was electrocuted because I stepped in a charged puddle, <laughs> you, you know you know it was, it was something was wrong. Somebody set you up. Fuck. <laughs> but probably, yeah, probably um, Gunny. He's probably mad he didn't get co-host of the year this year. So oh, maybe fuck. maybe be Gunny. <laughs> maybe that's where he's at. Maybe he's driving to Ohio right now. And oh shit, you're right. <laughs> but um, yeah. Besides all that, so besides playing Star Wars Battlefront and all these other games, you know, um, I, I think that's all I played this week, really, man. I, I haven't played my PS4 much this week at all. Um. <laughs> Yeah, just that. One thing that I kind of want to get into again is my VR. Because it's just been sitting there. Literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Why why do I have this? (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's like my Switch now. It's like, it's like it's bugging me, right? Like I see it every day. I'm like, why do I have you? You don't do nothing. You just sit there. Yeah, I have my Switch, but... I mean, I don't touch it a whole lot, but I never like ponder that. I'm like, ah, oh, it's just sitting there. It's cool, you know. It's just it's just sitting there doing nothing. It's just wasting power, you know, being charged all the time. <laughs> Are there not any other games coming out for the VR? Any get new games? I don't know. That's the problem. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with the VR games, right? Doesn't Steam, uh, my Steam automatically in the bottom shows me a list all the time. Like, hey, we recommend this, or there's a VR tab on Steam, Ibn. It'll show you the new releases and all that. Hmm. Hey, what about the Hitman game? The Hitman is in VR. I think that's oh, PlayStation. I, think, I thought that was yeah. PlayStation only, though. I'm oh, not positive. Oh. Ah, damn. <laughs> yeah. I heard it. I heard it didn't look very good in in VR on the it PlayStation. Has to be not, it has to be not very good in VR. I don't think this game would be very good in VR. Yeah, is the whole game in VR? The whole Hitman Three, or just a certain mission? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I haven't yeah, played I much mean, else. I think like last year, like when when the VR was starting to become big, you you hear like all these games on the VR, and now like I don't know, it's like there's not a lot of VR games coming out. Oh yeah. Oh wait, another game that I played today was um, oh, what's that game called? Fucking game. I played it a while back too. It was called um. Not for broadcast, and this is a game that I played last year, I believe. Mm -hmm. I remember you, uh, yeah, I remember you talking about this game. Uh... On early access, and it's still early access, so you can still buy it for like 20 bucks or something, 25, maybe 30 this was, bucks. This was like the news game, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the news game where you're playing as the, you're like the guy who's controlling the, the news broadcast that's going out to the, you know, the public. And you have to control like the cameras and you have to control like, okay, we're going to cut over to this commercial in three, two, one. You got to click it at the same time and you got to keep the station broadcast going, you know, like if there's interruption with the feed, you got to make sure you like, you like, you know, you get the wave links or whatever, like, like linked up correctly to keep the fucking broadcast live on TV. And then you got to keep the audience engaged. So you got to keep it going up instead of down. Um, so it's very cool. Uh, this episode two is out now. So chapter one is kind of like a tutorial. Like, like I think that's the demo. Even the demo is the tutorial. So if you want to, if you want to just try it out, I think there is a demo for this game, and, and that's chapter one. Pretty much is the tutorial demo where they kind of take you through a whole episode of like the whole news broadcast, and they teach you how to like, okay, you're gonna switch over to camera one, camera two, camera three. This is what doing this does. And you pick also what type of commercials you want to play for the audience. And and like I said, during all this, there's a whole overarching theme of the game where like you're part of this you work for this news station in this country that uh the country has uh, has had an election recently and the new people that are in power are like these fucking weird people that are like I don't know if they're socialists or something. It seems to me like they are because they're like against rich people. They're like, oh, we're fuck the rich people. We're going to take away all their money. And like, if you're rich, we're going to take all your money and then we're going to redistribute the wealth to like the poor people, you know, like, like where everyone's going to be equal. There's no rich people in this country anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's like the new type of people that got elected. And, and you start your job in day one when they win the election and they're giving the speech about fuck the rich people and all you're like, what the fuck? So then later on in the game, like like in the next part of the next broadcast, you have options to like play certain commercials and like sh like you control what images go up on the screen when they like talk about like, oh, like in coming up in today's news, we're going to talk about prime minister, blah, blah, blah. And then you can show a picture of the prime minister like in the good light, like like making them look good, like them smiling or something, like looking like all sharp and shit. Or you could show a picture of them being like, like kind of looking like evil, you know, like, like, you know what I mean? So you mm -hmm. can choose how to like, how to portray the people to the, to the audience or to like, you know, you're the media, you're controlling how these people are portrayed to the public. So you can, like you as the guy who's doing this, get to choose all that. And then there's also like the side story of you being at home and when you're at home, you get like, it's not like a cutscene or anything. It's just like, you can just see like a background image of like a table or like the dinner table or the kitchen or the, the living room or something. And then it's like, it tells you like in dial, like in written, uh, kind of like text. It'll be like, okay, you came home and your brother came in and your brother's the, he's, he's the one that's been well off, you know, in your family, he made it big or whatever. And he's asking you for the passport. He wants your passport because his passport was confiscated because he's one of the rich people 
And the rich people can only leave the country once they hand over all their money to the government. Like, the government will let you leave, <laughs> and they'll give you your passport. <laughs> but you but have you, to leave poor. <laughs> yeah, you have to leave poor. You have to leave all your wealth in that country. So, like, he's trying to, like, ask you for your passport, you know, because he looks like you or whatever. He's like, come on, brother. Like, I need the fucking passport. I need to get out of here. You know, they're trying to take away everything I worked for. And, like, you can choose to help him. You could be like, all right, dude, I'll help you. Like, here's the passport. Or you could be like, I don't know, man. Like, this is kind of illegal, you know? Like, like I don't know if I should do this, you know? Like, the new government could arrest me for this. And then he's like, oh, come on, man. Like, please, like, I'm begging you, you know? Like, like if I don't leave now, like, they're going to fucking take me everything away from me. They're going to put me in prison and all this shit. And then at the end of the day, I didn't help him. <laughs> Because I was just trying to be like the guy who's like straight government guy or whatever, like trying to like follow the government rules and shit. So mm -hmm. I was like, no, dude, I can't help you. And he was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, you're going to regret this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, I wonder how that plays out. Yeah, like, wow, well, that know? escalated quickly, huh? Yeah, like he's like all pissed off at you and shit. He's like, oh, fuck you. You know, I hope that they come and get you or whatever. Like, you're going to regret this one day or something. You're like, oh, whoa, you know. So like, I kind of want to see like how... How this shit plays out, you know, because the, the game is you, the game is you controlling like a TV news station broadcast, but there's also like this whole side thing of this political crazy shit going on in the country, and like, you, you can also like, report things that go on in the news station, like if the anchor said something that he's not supposed to say while off camera, you can actually find that and report that to the government. So it's a lot of cool different shit, a lot of different twists and turns going on in this game. And like you can go back and listen to all your broadcasts and watch him as as the public saw them. You can actually watch him. And then you can actually like isolate different voices. You can be like, I want to hear what that guy was saying while this was playing over here. And you can like mute certain screens and be like, oh, he was talking about that girl over there. And then you go back and like, okay, who's this girl? And then you got to like start figuring shit out. Like, why don't they like each other or whatever? So it's really interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, chapter 2 is out now. It took him a while to make Chapter 2, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, because it's been, I want to say, yeah. what, maybe four or five months since you last played this? Yeah. Yeah, so it took him a while. And I mean, it could be because of coronavirus because they're like, like when I say like you're watching a broadcast, you're watching live action. Like it's, it's real people, you know, like it's people... It's like FMV, like full motion video, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's full motion video. Like these people are acting, like they're in a new studio or whatever, you know, and they're they're doing all their shit, you know. So it's like real people, and then you know, like the commercials. They even have like these commercials that they play. You get to play these commercials during the ad breaks, and there's three of them. You get to play every time that you go into an ad break. You have every time you start the mission or the the level. You pick three tapes that you put into the, the cassette players, and you can pick, like, like there's out of, like, six tapes, you can pick three of them, and they'll be labeled, like, like, one will be labeled, like, gymnastics, or one will be labeled, like, healthy diets, and one will be labeled, like, uh, paradise or vacation, you know, so, like, you can pick different types of things you can influence the audience with, like, different types of commercials, and then some of those commercials will even have warnings on them, like, one of them is for, like, a toy, like this new like teddy bear type toy that blows up or something and it's been killing little kids left and right <laughs> in the country and you can play the commercial for that toy like on like like you know <laughs> to make kids want the toy you know so kids want the toy and more people buy the toy but more kids die because you've been promoting the fucking toy on the most watched TV network so it, it's not like a split second decision you kind of 
pre-plan what you want to play. Yeah, so you pre-plan everything, right? And then I I think you could switch it out, like, at the last second. Like, if the commercial hasn't aired yet and, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure you can look down at the cassette player and just pull it out and put a new one in, you know, if you want to. Uh, I don't doubt that it doesn't let you do that because it it should let you do that. I haven't tried it, but it should. Um, But, yeah, it's it's pretty cool because all the commercials are kind of cheesy-ass, like... Like, they're very cheesy commercials. Like, what if it was, like, some guy doing fucking aerobics and shit? He's like, ah, I'm a fucking fitness instructor. And he's, like, fucking, like, like doing fucking gymnastics and dancing and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like some fucking 80s gymnastic music or whatever. And it's just fucking hilarious. And there's, like, another one about, like, like come visit our country for vacation. And it's like, we don't have the fanciest hotels. We don't have the nicest countryside. We have polluted blah, blah, blah. But we have this. And they're showing like crackheads and shit on the streets. <laughs> it's like, come visit our country and enjoy your stay or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? Why am I playing this? What the fuck? Who the fuck wants to go visit this place, you know? And uh, so, yeah, not for broadcast. It's a pretty interesting little game. And uh, I suggest that if you're looking for something kind of different, you know, it kind of like I don't own that, but uh, games I do own it kind of makes me think of um, her story, where it yeah. has the F and B where you're interviewing the 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 lady. Sure. And you get these different tapes you can watch, and you have to figure out like if she's was it if she's guilty or whatever. Yeah. But, but but it got me thinking. It's it's something we don't see real common anymore is F and B in games. I remember for a while there, we were seeing it all the time. I remember when early Sewer Shark on the on the Sega was out, and there's a couple other games. We were seeing a lot of full motion video, like actual live video. You know, they were filming and putting it in the game. Yeah. And it didn't look the greatest, but I think it was a way of trying to, you know, get around the graphic side of things. And But you just don't really see it a whole lot. And I think it's kind of a neat aspect of a game sometimes, like the Her Story game, you know. Because you are you basically a detective, Nipron, and uh, you got to figure out. I, I can't remember if you figure out if she's guilty or you figure out who is guilty, and you play all these tapes of her being questioned, and you can go through and you get like you're pinning up notes everywhere, and you're trying to figure it out, and you can just play through different one, different interrogations of her, and it's just a regular actress, like a paid actress that got sent her doing this, and you know, but it's F and B, like a regular video watching somebody, and you're just trying to figure out if they're lying or. Or tricking you, or you know, and you just go through it. I mean, it's a neat, neat little game. Not very expensive, but but your game also, Jesus, uh, not for broadcast mm-hmm. is. I don't think it's a very expensive game either, right? No, I don't think so. Like That's twenty bucks, that, maybe. Twenty bucks, right? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Let me check real quick how much it is on Steam. Not for broadcast. It's on sale for twenty five percent off on Steam. Um, fourteen ninety nine right now. Yeah, not bad at all. Okay. Yeah, so it's fifteen bucks, and like I said, it's very unique, dude. Like it's very, like, like the acting is kind of like you kind of believe it. You're like, what the fuck? Like, like you kind of get lost when you're doing the whole like when you're so focused on the camera switching and like keeping the audience engaged, and you're like focusing on all this other shit of keeping the fucking station up and. And keeping the numbers going up, and you're like, oh, fuck, fuck. And then you got to bleep out the cuss words and shit, you know, like if somebody cusses on the TV, you got to, like, press the, the beep, 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 beep. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, you got to keep fucking pressing that button, you know, and then, and then, like, 
So you got to keep listening for the cuss words. And then if somebody cusses and it goes out on national TV, they get all pissed off at you. They're like, oh, that shouldn't have gone out. You know, they're, they're like the, the news anchor will make fun of you and shit if you like let some of the cuss words go out. You know, so it's kind of like a, it's very unique. It's a very cool fucking game. I, I can't wait till they finish it. I wonder how many chapters is going to be to it. Because uh, I don't really know. There's like a set like, oh, we're going to do three chapters or six or whatever. Um, but it's really fucking cool. It'd be good practice for Nipron. Yeah, Man managing his stream, managing his stream over there. You know, yeah. <laughs> he'd be a, it's, he'd it's be a really pro cool, at it. Man. Check it out. I really, like I said, if you want to just try it out, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, oh, I just want to kind of try this out, it it may be my thing or it may not be. Um, you uh, you can play the demo, and uh, so yeah. No, oh, they got a demo on Steam. Yeah, yeah, they got a demo, yeah. Like I said, the demo is like the whole first level, pretty much, almost. Nice. Yeah. How long would so. you say the a level is? It's like a like a like it's like an actual broadcast, like fifteen, twenty minutes of you like mm. controlling the cameras. It's like it's like an actual TV show or something, you <laughs> know? Like you're actually sitting there controlling the cameras and like fucking pressing shit, you know, or whatever. So yeah, there's that. Anyways. Anyways. Anyway, is that all you've been playing? <laughs> That's really all I've been playing. Um, yeah, there's nothing else I've been playing. Not even. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of a light week for me. Um, I got involved in a couple of projects. Right off the rip here, I'll just kind of talk about... Uh, I decided the other day I didn't like my computer desk anymore. Like my, my actual top oh. of my desk. Oh. It was like this Ikea top, and it was like $40 or whatever. Mm. And it was, a, it was nice, and it was like... It seemed like, you know, it was real wood. Obviously, it wasn't. But it, it just had this, like, uh, honeycomb, like, recycled cardboard on the inside. And so every time I would clamp, like, my mic stand or, like, a monitor mount or anything like that to it, it would just, like, crush the desk. And, like, it was my mic stand was like completely like loose like i had to be really careful with it all the time and it was driving me absolutely insane because it is split all along the edge and you can see like this i mean it's the same material that the uh like mcdonald's like cup holders comes in you know like that brown like Wait, real is it like a cardboard That's yeah a it's not even cardboard it's it's i don't yeah it's it's Maybe it is cardboard, but it's just recycled paper, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, it, it is kind of stand up and down, so it gives it strength. And then the desk was nice, except for the fact you can't really clamp anything to it, evidently. Like, if it was just being used as a desk, probably be fine. But with me clamping my mics, my arm and my monitors and this and that to my desk... I was having the problem, like, I would have to re-tighten my arm and stuff, and it would just crush it even more. And so I'm like, I'm tired of dealing with this. So I, I go to, I start doing some research online, and I, and I go to my local Menards, and I bought an eight-foot-long piece of butcher block, which is like an inch and a half thick. And so it's like a real light color, and this thing's heavy. This, this, this piece of wood is about 90 pounds, and it's, like I said, it's like an inch and a half thick really really sturdy it's also two feet longer than my old desk so i went from six foot to eight foot so i, I gained two more foot of desk space and this thing is like rock solid now i get my mic arm all on here but it was like a whole day project taking my pc all down on hooking all the wiring you know put taking the old top off i used like this double-sided 30 pound tape to put the top on because it you couldn't screw into it because 
the old desk was so cheap and like hollow, the screws would just go right through it. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna use this double-sided tape. It took me uh, probably an hour to get this top off. I like snapped the screwdriver in half and everything else. Like this 30 pound tape is some really good stuff evidently. <laughs> I used a lot too, but but uh, I had to wrestle with it and I finally got it all done, you know, and then I put the PC back together. I mean, that was like a whole day project right there. I mean, it it looks really nice. So it's got, like I said, this nice light color and I have tons of room now. So good deal, nice and comfortable to sit at. Um, one nice. thing I, I did, like, I got on the Xbox and I'm like, I need to get on this, you know, OLED TV. I have this new 65 inch OLED yeah. TV, you know, and I need to utilize it with my Xbox. And so, and I couldn't find nothing to play. So I just jumped on Forza. I'm like, I'm going to play Forza in 1440 at 120 Hertz. And so I started playing around and I found on Forza Horizon 4, they have my favorite car now, and, and my my favorite car is the the new C8 Corvette. I love the new Corvettes. I am such a Corvette guy, and I guess they added it not too long ago. But you have to like complete these challenges to get it, and I think it was like a one time like seasonal thing, and you had to do a certain thing. So I couldn't figure out how to get it, and so I just went to the auction house and I kept trying to find one in the auction house because people were selling them in there, but they were super expensive. I think I had like twelve million dollars, and they were going for like eleven million. And so I just bought a Corvette for on there for like $11 million. So I, I spent like all my money because I didn't really care. I had played so much of that game. I had so much money sitting in that account. That I never used it. So I so said, now I'm, now I'm broke, but I'm, I'm a happy guy. I have my, uh, my 2020 Corvette and <laughs> I, I did all the racing mods to it. And so, so it's a beast on there. And, um, I took it in. They remember the Forzathons? They do those things in there where you can do. Uh, it's like an online group, and it gives you challenges, and it'll be like get so many drift points, or you have to clear so much air time as a group. And so I took my Corvette for that, and it was like the worst possible one. It was a bunch of off-roading stuff, and I'm like sliding everywhere, and so it was a bad representation for that. But <laughs> it was still a good time, you know, messing around, with painting it, and making it look all nice, and it looks really good on the on that TV. Jesus, that game. Just you know the color because it has HDR and you know the the 120 hertz refresh rate support and so it just plays really smooth and you know it, it was fun you know that TV also has really nice sound and so the music in the game it sounds good and everything so it, it was pretty enjoyable I, I probably sat there for a good couple hours just going through that but the other thing I ended up doing this week is pretty much the thing I sunk all my time into is I somehow got into back back into Apex. And I had a friend of mine, Cadillacs, you know, we talked about this last week. He hit me up and we jumped in and it was the very end of season seven. And we played a little bit and then season eight started and we've been playing more and more and more. And, and so I got to look in. One of my friends plays with a character named Loba and she's been a lot of fun and learning more stuff about her and so I'm like looking at Loba. I'm like, oh, I can unlock a character now. Maybe I'll unlock her. And so I start messing around and they start adding all these things. They do an anniversary pack now, like this anniversary edition came out. So they're celebrating their two year anniversary. And they came out with like alternate skins for all the characters. And on top of that, they have some weapon skins and stuff like that for the anniversary. Then they have all these skins for season eight. And they have a new battle pass and all that kind of stuff. And then I, I'm looking in the store and I, and I find this deal where they where you can buy basically the anniversary pack and you get all of the legends and 1,000 Apex coins and some skins for $25. 
And so I was missing like half the legends. I only earned like half of them. So I went ahead and just paid the $25 because I think each legend is maybe like $10 if you actually spend the actual real money on the on the credits in game to be able to buy a legend. So I unlocked, I think, eight. So, I mean, that would be like $80 worth of characters right there if I didn't want to grind, you know, which you can grind and get them all for free. But I, that's a lot of grinding. And then, so I'm like, oh, this is cool. But then they give you the thousand coins, which enabled me to buy the battle pass, which is, I think, 10 or $20. So I got the season eight battle pass, which is going to give me a lot of cosmetics too as I play. And so for that $25, I got the battle pass and I got all the characters and I got a few skins and I got two of the, uh, the anniversary skins and, and, and the crates. So, but we've been, we've been playing it quite a bit here lately. Um, I think we have maybe like five or six wins already in season eight. So, Oh, look at you. Look at you, mister. I got all the wins. Yeah. All eight. the, all the wins. Jesus. I'd probably have like a few more viewers. Half of these characters, dude. Yeah, they've added. They've added uh, since we played Jesus. They've probably I'm added three or four. Who the fuck is crypto? I know crypto. Who the fuck is Loba? Is probably a new one who for you. Who the fuck is Rampant and Carissa or Horizon? Um, I'm not sure. There's a girl who's like a, like a spacesuit, and she can kind of um, she reverses gravity. I think so. Everybody kind of like pulls upward, like their gravity is lessened but she puts a a black hole and it will suck everybody in so like you can drop this black hole and it will, it will pull the opposing team in and you know it, it, it you have to like hide around walls and stuff or so you're not being sucked in and then there's another character she has like a gatlin gun and she can put like this mini wall up and you can crouch behind it's like a they call it like a crouch wall but it has like a little uh shield and it, it blocks incoming damage bullets from coming in and it enhances your bullets coming out it increases their trajectory and and increases their damage or something like that but she can do up to like three mini guns i think per round and they're like a permanent gun it has like a really long reload time but i haven't played her yet the loba character is probably my favorite and she's been around for a little while She's neat because she can put up a store. So whenever you drop somewhere and her re her ability recharges really fast, you can you can put up a store and it basically um, lets you have access to all the items in that area in one menu. So like you don't have to run around and scan around and try to find everything. She just automatically puts it in one spot and and you and each of your teammates can take two items out of that area. And even if you drop hot with somebody, and if you if your ability pops, you can actually set that down and, and pull items away from, not from the people, but like as they're trying to loot, you can be grabbing the good stuff from them, mm. you know? So it can really change things. And then she also has the ability, because she's considered like a thief character. She has the ability to see all the purple and gold items in the game. So you can see them from a distance as little dots, and you can see them through the through the storage bins, and you can see them through the walls. So you know exactly where all the purple items and all the gold items are at. So like a lot of times when you have her as a character on your team, all your weapons are kitted. You're usually wearing purple armor because she can see all that stuff from a distance. So it's 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 a handy handy person to have on your team. She's not like real offensive or nothing like that. You know, she, her abilities, her other ability besides that is just a teleport. She has like a little teleport kind of like Wraith has. Like you throw this coin and you you throw it like a grenade, and then you appear wherever it lands. 
but you can use it to flank and get behind people. You can throw it far enough to get behind people sometimes and, and mess them up. But, and that's her pretty much only offensive ability that she really, really has, you know, and besides that, you're just using the regular guns and stuff. But I, I really like her character. Like she just seems like she's just a lot of fun to play with that. You can, uh, you know, supply other people. And I'm not the greatest at the game, you know, my, my skills, my shooting skills in general are not the greatest, but, um, it, you can really contribute that way because you'd be like, look guys, I can pop a store. You know, you're in a, a really heavy area or something like that. We know there's a lot of loot laying around you pop that store and it, and it shows it on the map and people can see where your store is at. And it also shows these little things of light, like flying across the, the, the world. And that's when you're taking items. So when you take an item, wherever it's actually at on the ground it like flies to you and automatically equips so you can see it like flying through the air for a second in the game which is kind of neat um another thing they did in this game they added a new map jesus well maybe two maps since you've last played but the, the newest map the other night we dropped down and i haven't had much experience with this map it has a bunch of ledges where you can actually fall off and die like you're running along and you think you're going to jump up over this ledge because it's not real high. And next thing you know, you're just like falling to your death. It's like, it's like, it's like a floating city or something like that. But in the one corner of this map, I'm with some randoms and this guy drops us down there and we land in this arena. Right. And all of a sudden when I drop, I get boxing gloves on my hands and the whole arena would not let you pick up weapons and you got to all punch and fight each other. And so basically you just like punching and you know, like how you typical like apex fighting, you can punch or kick or whatever. And as we drop down and I kid you not, there's like seven teams in this ring and we're all like punching and kicking each other. So it's all like chaotic. And, and then you can like, run out of the ring and you can start shooting but when you get back in the area you can only you know your weapons disappear again and you got boxing gloves on and so there's a bunch of people crawling and then your teammates are reviving you and you're running back out and healing up and then jumping back in there again and and, and punching people and you can't you can't stay from the outside because like it has like a dome, like a like a force field around it kind of thing. So you can't shoot into it. So you, can, you can't just go outside and grab guns and just start mowing everybody down that's in the ring. So you can't attack them from outside of the ring. And it's got like an announcer and he's like yelling things and he's talking about things as you're hitting people. It's It was pretty entertaining. But unfortunately, though, my only experience with that, um, I got knocked in it. And cause I was taken by surprise. I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm like trying to shoot my gun and I'm like, Oh no, this ain't working. What's going on here? And you know, I'm like, how do I switch? And I end up getting knocked and I end up crawling out and I get, get some guns and I go back in and then we actually survive. We're the last team making it. Right. And so we, we, we kill everybody else. There's like 20 death boxes in this arena. And we're like, yeah, we made it. And we go out and I, and I start finding weapons. And we start looting weapons. And the game on my end glitched at some point. And it wouldn't let me fire a, a gun the rest of the game. All it would do yeah, is let me bullshit. punch. I would have so, been so mad. Uh, the rest of the round, my teammates could, but I had to basically melee everybody. So I'm like having to run up and just like charge full, full speed in there and use my teleport ability and just like get up by them and then just try to get a cheap kick in just to help out that way. And, you know, but it sucked. I'm like in chat. I'm like, guys, is there something that I can do? Is this normal or what? Because I've never done this before. And they're like, no, we've never heard of that, you know. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like I can I, I have guns equipped, and I can switch them. I can pick up new guns, but every time I go to fire, I just punch. Like the guns don't even show on my character's hands, and I just couldn't do it. Like you know, I, so basically, I was just a third wheel trying to hold down the fort and 
just punch a guy whenever I could. But it's been fun. I've been enjoying the new map and just the new characters and, and just the game just feels kind of fresh to me again. And there's a lot of people playing it. It seems like they did uh, introduce crossplay a little while back. So so we can play with, with, with council players also. So that, that kind of adds an interesting twist to it too. And that's good stuff. But... Cool. I mean that's that's pretty much all my time. Like I started doing that that season pass, and they did it a little different this year. Jesus, the season pass would give you challenges. You know, like how they always had them on the right, and it'd be like, oh, get so many wins with, you know, Bangalore or or Bloodhound or play Bloodhound two two times and stuff like that for your dailies. Um, that's they give you a star for different challenges. So basically, saying if you get six hundred points of damage with the with the R three hundred nine. Um, you might get two stars. And then when you get 10 stars, you actually get a level in the battle pass. So you got to like just basically kind of complete these little challenges to get enough stars to gain your level in your battle pass. And you kind of pick and choose what you're going through. And you can re-roll the, the quest. Like there could be something that you're maybe not going to get. Like, oh, I can't, I don't have this character unlocked. Like I had stuff I didn't have unlocked initially before I got this pass. And, uh, I'm like, oh, I can't play Revenant. You know, he's the one guy that's like the death guy. And I'm like, I can't play him. I, I won't get this. So you can re-roll that, that quest if you don't own those characters. So that that's kind of neat too, how they added that in there. But so I want to get on and play with Jonathan sometime. He, he, I'm a rim talking. He was becoming quite the Apex player. So yeah. get carried by the biggest D. But, but that's it. What 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 about you, Nipron? What do you, what have you been playing? Uh, I played a few games um, that I played. Um, so the first game that I want to talk about is uh, hold on one second. <laughs> hold on, my mic is being weird. Um, the first game I want to talk about is, uh, just, you know, when I go to work, I take the, the bus and train mm -hmm. and, um, I'm trying to find a, a mobile game that I want to pick up and, uh, you know, just play games while I'm commuting to my work. It takes about like, you know, two hours, 30 minutes. And, um, I pick up this game. You ride the bus oh. or train for two hours and 30 minutes? Yes. Welcome to my life. Yeah, dude. Wow! Wow, that's commitment to get to work. I would be like, "Fuck this! I don't want to work." And is that is that round trip or is that just one way? Uh, just one way. That's one. one oh way. my gosh! So you you're like five hours what? a day. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that means you like wake up like at what? What time do you start work? Uh, let's see. I start work at seven thirty a.m. So you have to I wake have... up like at four or three in the morning. Uh, at five, five o'clock, and then. I booked straight to the bus. Two hours, 30 wow, minutes. Wow, dude. On the same bus? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a long trip, man. That is. Yeah. Now, how many miles Like, how many miles is that trip? Like, I know San Diego, I hear traffic is horrible. So. Yeah, that's, well, that's one reason why. Like, I, <laughs> it's I, a two-mile trip. <laughs> yeah. I, I can jog faster than... <laughs> 30 minutes, it's like a half a mile from my house. It's a block away. 
<laughs> now, how far how far is it in miles? Uh, so one one way to work is about thirty five miles. Thirty five miles. So if I'm driving there, it would take like forty forty five minutes with traffic. Without traffic, it's thirty minutes. That's pretty but... fucking far, though. Thirty five miles is pretty far. Forty thirty five forty five. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole reason why I like to listen to podcasts, so I could listen to podcasts while I'm, I'm on commute. Uh, wow. That definitely helps. <laughs> but anyway, so, so I, I, I was thinking about what, what, what's, a, what's a good mobile game to pick up while I'm commuting to work. So, Animal Crossing. No, <laughs> I don't have a Switch. I would yeah, I think I would definitely have a Switch if I was traveling that far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you were traveling five hours a day, not probably you need a Switch. Even a Switch Lite, dude. Could you imagine how badass this Animal Crossing city would be? With, it would be like the five, best. Five hours a day to dedicate to Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually want to pick up a Switch now because uh, Monster Hunter Rise is coming out. And, you know, recently I picked up Monster Hunter Iceborne and... I don't know, like, I'm getting into the Monster Hunter universe recently, so I think that's uh, one of the reasons why I said get a Switch. They have they yeah, have anyway. this on Game Pass. I keep thinking about trying it sometime, but but I haven't. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very... It's a big learning curve with that game. It, it's definitely some, not something that you'll like the first time you play it. Mm-hmm. But, um... I think the more you keep playing it, the you'll get used to it. It's just one of those games that you have to... It's very repetitive, but which I think you guys don't really like. But well, I don't think it's really like about competitive stuff or repetitive stuff. It's about having the yeah. time. You know, we, we try to cover a lot of oh, games yeah. and a lot of show, you know, stuff for the show. And so, it, you know, when you play something like that, it's, it's kind of hard to put that much time into it sometimes. You know, even yeah. though Jesus puts all that time in Call of Duty and... You know, I put all my time in old old Apex, but leave us some <laughs> options. But you know, uh, I mean, yeah. we gotta have our guilty pleasure games, right? Yeah, like there is games that I go back to and play constantly. Like I go back and play uh, what's that bullshit game that I keep dying in? FTL, like Call of Duty. Week. <laughs> um, FTL, <laughs> Call of Duty. No, not Call of Duty actually, but like Battlefield Four. I go back and play that all the time. I yeah. go back and play uh, just different shit. And then there's like. Legit, I, I see videos all the time of like different games and different things people are doing in certain games. And I'm like, I should go back and play that. Like, for example, Days Gone. I was watching a video the other day of like some dude clearing out this farm. It was like a barn type thing. And he like threw a bunch of fucking grenades in there or something. <laughs> and like, like I legit swear it was probably like a thousand fucking creepers. They're called freakers in that game. Like a thousand fucking freakers, you know, the zombies. Probably a thousand of them came out of that fucking thing. Literally, they were just chasing them down this fucking mountain. I was like, holy shit. That was crazy, dude. And uh, so, yeah, I was like, you know what? I should play some more Days Gone. And then there's other games that come up like that. You know, like Ghost of Tsushima comes up all the time for me. And it's like, I need to play that. It's like, I want a PS5. So I need something to play on the PS5 if I get a PS5. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, same, same here. I'm like, eventually, <laughs> it will happen eventually. I know, I know uh, Jay, you know, messaged, he probably messaged you too, Jesus, but uh, they had him come up again the other day in the PlayStation store. And sure enough, I was in the queue and I was excited because I, I queued up on my place, on my PC and on my phone. And on my PC, mm-hmm. it said like over an hour to go, like in the queue, like I was way late in the line. But on my phone, it was right. like 15 minutes till I get in the store. I'm like, oh, I'd never seen this one before. Like, I never seen that. Because every time I usually do it, it usually says over an hour wait. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get one this time, right? And so I'm in the queue and I wait my 15 minutes and I get in and it's like out of stock. <laughs> you know, I'm like, no. Yes. So, yeah, still. It's literally impossible right now to get a yeah. PS5. It's like, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy stuff. But, but yeah, go, go ahead about uh, Monster Hunter. Um, like I said, I, I thought about picking this up a couple of times. They're playing it on the uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> on the mobile, yeah, I picked up Genshin Impact. Oh, on your yeah. phone? On my phone. Hey, yeah, that's... Okay, so that's how is this? Okay, so I hear that this is a really good, like, Zelda ripoff, total Zelda ripoff, but is it that good on your phone? Um, if you're into gacha games, like, with gacha kind of mobile games, you know, they're Chinese. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, it's alright. I mean, if you like open-world exploration games, I think this game is pretty worth it. It, it rewards a lot of aspects about exploration you know you feel very rewarded about any everything you do in exploration and stuff um yeah so you you also have like characters that you can get from story modes and you basically get them for free you can you can also progress those characters by um by upgrading artifacts and doing domains and putting uh, upgrading and leveling them up um, yeah, I've been playing that. I haven't gotten a five star yet. I heard from other people that if you, once you get a five star character or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it, it pretty much changes the way you play the game. I don't have one. So let me tell you I'm, what the, let me tell you what your percentage is of getting a five star character here. Nightprawn. What's that? You have a 0.6% chance of getting a five star character. Fuck that. Point six percent. You don't even Dude, have a one percent chance. You have a point six percent chance of getting a five star character. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just pay the win game. Yeah, you, but you have a better chance of winning the lottery, I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right, right now, I'm just focusing on um, exploration with the characters that I have right now. You know, I'm not. I'm happy with what I have, and. uh how much data are you going through on your phone playing this? Not a lot. It's, uh... All right, all right, hold on. Do you have an Android phone, right? I do have an Android phone. Why are you not on Game Pass xCloud? I don't know. Does, does that exist? Yes, it exists <laughs> on your Android phone. <laughs> right, Mayo? You can play xCloud right now on your mobile phone on the way to work. You can be playing cloud games, Xbox, like full titles on your phone with the Xbox controller. Yeah, get yourself an Xbox controller and just bring it with you. Charge that sucker up every night. Yeah. I don't know. I never, I never heard about it. I never heard what, about. What do you X-Cloud mean? You, do you lot. listen? Do you listen to this podcast? No, I do. But what are you, what are you talking about? 
Ah! Not a lot of people use it. Like, talk about. Or, well, I let mean, me like, tell you what games you okay. Do you like a Plague Tale Innocence? Because that's on great there. Great game. One of my yeah. favorite games that I played last year. And it wasn't from last year, but one of my favorite games. What about Battletoads? You can play Blair Witch, Black Desert, Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Uh, you can vein. play Celeste, Code Vein, Control, Crackdown 3, DayZ. Uh, it's called Deep Rock Galactic. You keep going down the list here. Jesus, you can play Doom Eternal on there. Uh, yeah. Dragon Age, if you're looking for an RPG, you can play Dragon Age. Um, yeah. Forza. I don't know how the, the mobile data is going to be with Gears. latency and stuff. But. Yeah. Well, it might be, might be good, though. I mean. Is there a free trial he... that he could sign up for? No. <laughs> Not free trial. You have to just sign up for it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's lots yeah. of games though. There's like legit, like like probably like a hundred games you can play on the cloud. No, I'm, I'm sure. On your I, phone. I do have Game Pass, by the way. I have an Xbox. So. Well, then you might have this. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess included in the Game Pass, and then the biggest thing would be just how much data you're going to use. You know, if you're capping your you mobile have, data. Yeah. Do you have a limited data on your phone? I do. Yeah. Oh, then you well, said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's, it's all right. I'll, I'll let See, you guys you, know how... You're over here talking it. about you're playing some hobo-ass Genshin Impact. <laughs> hey, you I'm, a, I'm a some weeb. fucking Killer Instinct <laughs> or something. You could be playing some Madden on your... You could play, be playing Mass Effect Andromeda on your way to work. <laughs> Come on here, Nipron. What are you... You play Mud Runner like Gunny? Play Mud Runner you play, on your Yeah, way you could be like a champion Mud Runner like Gunny and play that game every play, day. Uh, you can play No Man's Sky, you can play Ori, you can play... There's so many games on here. Holy shit, I'm surprised there's this many games. But, and, uh, then, and then you can even upgrade to get rid of the phone and just buy a tablet and just pick a tablet with you. Yeah, and then, no, and then, yeah, and then just like pair the tablet to your phone via hotspot. There's something about having waifus in my pockets and uh, mm. <laughs> collecting waifus. Mm. <laughs> Anyways... Besides, uh, besides, <laughs> besides Genshin, um, I also, I've also been playing Monster Hunter Ashborn. I uh, I picked oh. up Monster Hunter World um, two months ago, and uh, nice. it's, that game's been on and off with me because, uh, like I said earlier, it's a very learning curve-ish kind of game, and um, I yeah, like I just kept getting off of that game and coming back and getting off and coming back but and that makes it hard too is when it's got a high curve like that when you yeah. when you kind of learn a little bit and then you, you step back and then you kind of forget some of the things or you kind yeah, of exactly. out of touch or the game changes and updates because this game updates quite a bit right so oh yeah it, it, yeah and I so think, um i think they had their last last update like they're done updating the game yeah. like a month ago so because they're moving yeah, on to sure. that, they're moving on to that new Monster Hunter, right? The new one that comes out for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter yeah. Rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they're yeah. working on that. They're um, working on that one now, which comes out exclusively on the Switch, mail. Exclusive <laughs> world is pre world premiere. Yeah. So when I first played the game, I was like testing out so the, different weapons in the game. Monster Damn. Hunter World, though, it's a dope-ass game, dude. That game really is addicting. It's fun as fuck, too. What, uh, what weapon did you choose, by the way? I chose the crossbow, like the gun-type weapon. Lightbow gun? 
Yeah, like that. That yeah, like that crossbow that shoots. Oh, okay. And then, I, and then I remember the the was that the first time? That's probably the second time I played it. The first time I played it, I chose uh, uh the spear guy. Like the spear. The spear guy. Yeah, you have like the a spear, spear sword thing. It's like a spear um, insect sword. <laughs> yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, insect lave. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh... I was, off, I was testing out stop getting, stop getting no fucking technical with me here, Nipron. God damn it, dude. <laughs> You're like May over here, just making fun of me. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. God, <laughs> you assholes. Yeah, I was testing out different weapons for that game and trying to find, <laughs> like, the best weapons for me. Who the fuck is Leahy when I need him? Um, or Gunny, right? Damn it. So there was uh, inset, there's inset glaives and long sword, great swords. Charge blades, um, what else? There's like a a shield, a shield with like a pole arm. Uh, there's there's a lot of weapons, but they do have some kind of mechanic behind these weapons. So you got to learn, uh, like the combo moves and when's the right time to use it. It's it's kind of like any other fighting games, right? Uh, like you like you know you pick a character, you know the moves and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I did pick up inside glaives at first. Uh, insect glaives are like what Jesus talked about. They, they are spears, and they have like you have like a beetle on your arm, and um, what the beetle does is uh, you send your beetle out to the monster, and you basically get monster juice from them, and you bring them back to you, and they bring juice to you, like monster juice. It makes yourself more buff and powerful. Oh uh, yeah, like <laughs> the all the monster, monster juice. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, put that monster juice on me. Yeah. <laughs> And insect waves are very known for their um, aerial attacks. Cool. Like they like to go in the air and um, do their spinning moves. I don't know. To me, that's that's my playstyle. I like to be up in the air and like dropping bombs and all that stuff. But yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm like uh, halfway in Iceborne right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm halfway. Uh, I just beat this dragon called Namio. She's a like a very colorful <sighs> dragon that spits water. I think it's water or spit, something like that. But she she's one of the elder dragons. Spit her monster juice all over you. Oh yeah, I mean you wouldn't have you wouldn't have to send a beetle to get that. It's free. <laughs> yeah. Got all this monster juice. Keep spitting that monster juice on me. Yeah. Yeah, it was getting annoying. It kept spitting <laughs> on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I did. Do you need a switch? Uh, you know, listening to all this, you need a fucking switch, dude. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Like, I, I think I'm gonna save up for a switch and get Monster Hunter Rise because I'm I'm already into the Monster Hunter universe. Yeah. yeah right away, pick it up. And even with yeah. you traveling, like I said, like you traveling five hours of your day, I would just that's buy the light because yeah. you're not gonna get much time that by the dock switch. Because you're not gonna be yeah. home oh, a whole yeah. lot. Like I would just buy the light because you'd save, save yourself a hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good idea. Buy yourself a nice memory card with that hundred bucks. You know, if you're gonna go digital, mm. buy yourself a nice memory card. Stick it in there. Even though the memory cards are not that expensive anymore. They yeah, no. Like you, you can use regular SD or micro SD card. I found yeah. out. Yeah, you got like a hundred gigabyte micro SD for. And it, and it seems like the bucks. Nintendo games, oh. like I don't know what they do on their Switch, but like they don't seem like they're that big. You know, like a couple games I have installed oh. on my Switch. I think I have uh, like Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and Hyrule Warriors and um, I'm trying to think Mario Party. 
and Dead Cells and a couple others all installed on my Switch. And I do have a a memory card in there, but I think it's like 30 gig. So whatever the Switch is plus the 30 gig, 32 gig, I'm probably like a 50 gig Switch or something. Yeah. And you know, and I have all those games on there, so it amazes yeah, on me. Mine, on mine, I bought a 120 gig card. <laughs> and like, and like I legit have like 90 something gigs left to use. So it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I, I'm never going to use. Like, it's funny to me how I like to say that, you know, because I look at my PC and I'm always like trying to battle the fucking memory. You know, I'm like, fuck, yeah, goddamn fucking Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> goddamn fucking Call of Duty 300 gig bullshit. Fuck. You know, and then and then I'm looking at the Switch and it's like, well, you know, fuck. 100 gigs is like more than enough, dude. You're good. That's like 100 games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally it is. Like 100 games. Yeah. So, yeah, I really recommend you get a Switch, dude. Like, that's that's the HTTP recommendation for Nipron. I bought a switch like three times. <gasps> I, I remember. I remember you had a switch initially when you were traveling. <laughs> three times. Three times I had the switch. So now I'm gonna buy another switch again, just because there's, there's a game that has, that's interested me now. What, so. what do you do with them? Do you like get rid of them or something? Dude, like I would get a switch for just one game. Like the first time I picked it up was for Zelda: Breath of the Wild. And then after that, it's like I have no interest in playing mm-hmm. any any other games. Like, uh, I'm just gonna sell it, and then because they're, they're just gonna be sitting around. Uh, so now it's like now I have a reason to pick it up again. It's just uh so bullshit. And would you <laughs> say? And I know I know Nipron, you're you're a big Sony guy. That's kind of my thought on Sony, though. It's like I feel like my if I bought a PlayStation, it's gonna sit around until that one big game comes really? out, and then I'm gonna play that that's, one game, and then I'm gonna so wait honest. until the next you know the next one comes out. And I know there's more often you know stuff comes out on the PS will be PS5 now, yeah. you know, than they do on the Switch because you know Nintendo doesn't have a whole lot of stuff that comes out real often. But yeah. I just feel like you know I I mean I want that PS5. I plan on getting it still, but I just feel like it's gonna sit around quite a bit because. I'm still going to buy it on the yeah. PC if it's available for PC, you know, that's just where I'm at. That's, that's where you know, my desk area is and, you know, I'm more comfortable over here than on my TV. Uh, it's just the environment that I prefer, you know, um, all my, most of my friends are on PC, Yeah. you know, like how you guys, your, your friends are all PlayStation friends. So you're, you're, you're in that community, you know, but for me, I'm not. And so, but I definitely think I'm going to, when I get mine, you know, it's probably going to sit you know like like a switch you know like my switch yeah it just sits and i don't touch it for weeks and weeks and weeks and then i pick something up and i think it's amazing you know i'm like oh this game is so great and i'll play quite a bit and then i'll be done with it for a while but that that's to me i still like oh this is a great purchase just because i can play those games and i I won't regret getting a playstation one bit when i can play stuff like ghost of toshima and i can play the new spider-man and play god of war and all that stuff so you know, I just know I'll have catching up to do because I can play all those PS4 titles that were that I missed out on. But when I do get caught up, it will be okay. My PlayStation is going to sit and wait until yeah. the next. You know, but I think Sony does it better than Nintendo in frequency of good titles. But but Nintendo just makes really good titles too. You know, they even though they've been doing this little remake and old games thing here lately, like and getting people to buy it over again. I know they just yeah, a couple of days ago they released this new Mario. Was it Mario 3D Worlds? I and mean, I know nothing about this, but I guess it came out on the Wii U, and they just now re-released it, and people were excited about it already. So, hmm. 
Only Nintendo yeah, can I mean, do that. I'd say, yeah, I, I agree with you about the, you know, like, I mean, just, just keeping the PlayStation and then, like, you getting rid of them because there's nothing else to play. There's only PS, PlayStation exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think the one positive thing about keeping a PlayStation is, uh, with these exclusives, there could be, like, a, a second game about it. Like, they keep, they keep these exclusives going. Yeah. And, yeah, it definitely will get you excited for the second one and the sequels and stuff like that. Like, I know a lot of people are excited about Horizon Zero Dawn 2, I want to call it, you know, and, and you know, your yeah. next God of War and your next, you know, next one in that series. So, definitely, when I, like I said, I'll, I'll keep mine when I get it. It's just a matter of... You know how much will it sit? You know, which which I don't yeah. mind. You know, I, I and I want to experience the controller too. I keep hearing how great this controller is, and it seems it seems like it'd be really nice. Even though I'm not I'm not a fan of the analog stick placement, and you probably are because that's just what you're used to. You know, I I actually kind of prefer the Xbox controller because when I do use a controller, that's what I use, and so I'm used to that. But I remember using a PlayStation Two controller back in the day, and it didn't bug me. So I, I'm sure I'll fit right in eventually. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, speaking of, I do have an Xbox just sitting in my living room. I haven't touched it. Since, yeah, it's like, probably the same way for you. Like, so you, yeah, you probably don't even mess with your Xbox because you got your PlayStation. I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, because um, I do have Game Pass on it, so I do need to get on it. I think the reason why I'm I'm not getting on it is because it's 1080p. And mm -hmm. uh, Which, What Xbox is it? Is it like an S? It's, a, it's the original one. Oh, the OG Xbox, okay. Yeah, it's a 1080p, so I think that's what's stopping me from playing on it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to have one of those OG Xboxes. I, I left it at my kids' place, so they play it there. They play some Rocket League and stuff like that on it, but... Mm. Um, do, do you... Okay, wait, do you have a... What, what do you play on usually, your PS4 Pro? Say that again, sorry. You play on your PS4 Pro usually, or your PC, or what? Uh, I, I play on my PS4 Pro. Oh, okay. Why didn't you never get an Xbox One S, or like a, a One X? It's just, uh, I just, money issues. Is, mm, yeah. I feel you. He, he had to no, choose. No, no, none other than that, just money reasons. So I, I'd like to get one. Mm. Yeah. I feel you, I feel you. But! If you're gonna get one, what okay, so what is your next right now, speaking for Niprod, what is your next console purchase? Is it going to be a Switch Lite, a PS five, an Xbox Series X or S, or a PC upgrade? What are you looking at? Alright. Uh I'll give you a tier list of what I want. <laughs> so I think <laughs> the first thing I, I want is a a PC. I'd like to get a PC next because um, PS5s, I actually wanted a PS5 mainly because I'm a, a Sony guy, mm -hmm. but I just feel like this impossible, like, you know, it's... Yeah, it's really hard right I now. I can't, like, I might as well just get a instant gratification and just get the PC and put parts in there and get it booted up and start playing right away but even yeah. even pc is kind of hard to do unless you buy a pre-build right now buying a 38 say you want to go modern well, 
and getting well, a 3070, it's hard to do. I mean, you can get like a like a 2080 what if or 2070. What if you said to get a 2080 or a 2070? Those are still good cards, you know? Yeah, they're, just, they're even kind of hard to find because they quit making them. So the market is kind of tricky, you know, finding But you can find one. a used one. Right. Pretty cheap. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, just got, you, yeah. you would just have to look around. But even still, I think uh, 2080s are like going out of stock too. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll see. All those miners, all those miners like Jesus over there buying all the cards. <laughs> he's, he's probably got like 10, 2080s over there now. <laughs> just fucking lined up, just fucking going all the time. You've yeah. seen those videos where there's like 30 graphics cards all running at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> all people, the people listening, up. they can't see it, but it's back there on the left side of his screen back there. There's a whole stack of. <laughs> just a fucking stack of fucking cards just running. He's, uh, he's wearing a hat. So he's wearing a hat tonight, and he's talking about how cold it is there. But. <laughs> If you look at his house, all the snow is melted around it, like all the heat from his PC. <laughs> like he cleared all the snow. Like he's got palm trees in his front yard. I don't know. He's in all the cards for Bitcoin farming. Yep. He's a Bitcoin master up there now. No, uh, but I have gotten into Bitcoin farming. That's just pretty legit. It's easy to do, so I've done it. But, uh, but uh, yeah. As, as far as consoles, I would probably buy, buy an Xbox. Because they're easy, easier to get now. Yeah, the, the Series like, S and X, I feel like those are more in stock now than yeah, anything. They're more easier to get. I mean, it's just, it's just. I think that honestly, PlayStation is doing the Nintendo thing where they're legit. Yeah. Like limiting their supply on purpose to make it more demand. Like you know, you 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 drive up the demand. Mm-hmm. By limiting the supply, and then more people want your shit. But doesn't that just help the? Uh... No, was the scalpers? Because the uh, demand yeah, so but high. The scalpers, and then... but the scalpers are paying Sony for the console, no matter what. They're right. Their... So, I mean, I know Sony's getting their money, so they don't really care yeah. there. But yeah, they don't really give a shit. They're like, whatever, dude. We got our money anyways. Like, yeah. Keep buying our consoles, you know. I wonder if they get more. Well, they, they wouldn't necessarily get more sales, but they may get them faster because of the scalpers, you know. Instead yeah, of the scalpers taking, are buying. Yeah, instead, instead of, of taking a week to sell all of them, the scalpers yeah. are buying them all in thirty seconds. You know. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, yeah, fuck it. We'll just release these every three weeks, or every other week, or whatever. And the scalpers will buy them all up at once, and we just keep doing that till they don't do it anymore. You know. And I would like to think, you know, these scalpers. I would like to think that they all don't sell them <laughs> you know the, the, the so, people man. don't the don't people people don't buy them and they get stuck with them but we know that's not the case you know people I know get so impatient. many people that have bought i know a few people in the community that have bought yeah consoles from scalpers <laughs> and so i just you know there's a guy here on my facebook selling one for and it's actually not really a bad deal so he, he's not a scalper but or something he's selling for 750 for the for the disc version so it's okay. 250 over markup but then I got thinking, well, he probably paid fifty bucks in tax, so he probably yeah. paid five fifty. So he's probably making two hundred bucks. It's okay. not, I guess that's not outrageous considering it's almost like the finder's fee at this point because they're so hard to get. But yeah. but yeah, um, you know, I still don't want to pay seven fifty for a PlayStation. I'm not going to use a whole lot where I can be patient because yeah. um, there's not a whole lot really. I mean, for the PlayStation people, there's not a whole lot for you guys to play right now, Evan. Is there, like? 
because some of the new titles are coming out soon. Like the Ratchet and Clank is coming out in June. You know, you could play the new Spider-Man content, but but most of it's just enhanced versions of stuff that's out now. So, I mean, I, I feel like as a PlayStation owner, like like you, Nipron, you could probably afford to wait because you're not really missing out on anything right now. You know, same way with the Xbox. Yeah. I feel like you're not really missing out. What's the what's the titles in Xbox, Jesus, that you can't play on the Xbox One X? Maybe a... Uh, medium for some reason the medium and oh, <laughs> yeah the medium yeah i want to play that and that you know you can play it on pc so and what i don't understand too is like the medium is just it looks good but it's not like i was saying last week i don't i don't feel like this game is no means not being capable of ran on an xbox one x you know like there's no reason besides i think marketing or money that this thing cannot mm. run on a one x but, you know, that's Microsoft's decision. But, you know, I guess that's what, that's you know, we say, we say there's no reason to buy an Xbox One X, Series X or Series S or X. But that's probably what, maybe what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a reason to buy that new console now where, where Sony's like, you know, you'll, we'll have a, your your sequel down the road here, you know, coming out soon. And I'll make you want to buy it right there. But but Sony was smart with that controller. Like a, I think the biggest, still the biggest draw for me is that controller. That yeah, I want yeah. to experience that haptic feedback and the triggers and stuff. Because yes, that Xbox controller. I don't know. I almost bought one the other day because my controller starting to go a little a little bad. And I and I just looked at it up. I looked up the features. And I'm like, okay, what's it? What's it got new? What's it? What's it better than my Xbox controller I have now? And it's like, it's got the share button. And I'm like, I don't share anything. So I, I could care less about the share button, you know? So that's just an extra button that I'm not even going to use. And then it has the little bumps on the triggers. But you know what? That's, if that's the case, I don't really want to spend $70 on a controller to just get bumps on the triggers, which I could probably wait and buy a, a Power A controller that has the, the fake bumps to the back of the controller for 20 bucks down the road, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But... So like, but that PlayStation controller, I thought about even just buying a mm. PS5 controller because I can find those yeah, just for my PC. Yeah, like just to store. hook it to my PC. It doesn't have the feedback, but at least get the feel for it. That way, when I do get my PlayStation 5, I'll be more comfortable with the controller. So maybe that's the route I would do. I'll just pick one up and have it laying around here and sync it to Steam and, and let it work with my PC and, and try it here and there and, and see if I like it without, you know, without the feedback. And then when I get my PS5, then I'll have that haptic feedback, and I'll, I'll be used to the controller, and maybe I'll enjoy it even more. Yeah, I was, I was watching uh, someone play Black Ops with the haptic feedback controllers. It looks very realistic. Like when when you're shooting like an like an automatic rifle, an auto rifle, um, like the triggers will start vibrating, mm-hmm. and then when your your mag is empty, the, the triggers will start to go loose. As if, you know... They just kind of collapse in, in a way, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something Pretty I thought cool. I've heard about games where, like, shooters, like, it can change the tension on how hard it takes to press the triggers, you know, like... So that, that's pretty neat that, yeah. that you can have that. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing other than that, Um, What else I've been playing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember... Oh, um, so if you guys remember, I, I still have Stadia. Oh, yeah. And um, there's a new game that just came out for the Stadia Pro. And it's uh, Little Nightmares 2 for free. Okay. 
on Stadia Pro. Oh, nice. That's free. Uh, yeah, it's free. If you have Stadia Pro, it's, and you can get that. Um, so I did play Little Nightmares a month ago, and I beat it. And I had I had no idea that uh, the second Little Nightmares is coming out. That, oh, cool. I, I did I did not either. I actually, uh, it just kind of hit our community, and a couple people were streaming it, and I'm like, oh, there's a new one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, the first Little Nightmare is pretty good. Um, the story is interesting, I would say. Uh, it's it's about like you're, you're this little creature. I think you're like trying to investigate why the hell what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And um, so you have like these bosses throughout these stages. So the first one is uh, I think it's like a chef, a big you know not the chef uh. It's like a long, long arm guy, and um, and then the second one is the chef stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's alright. It's, it's a very weird game too. Like these, these enemies are like big giant creatures that looks scary and weird and fat. And it kind the story the story kind of resembles uh, Wally at the end, where like they have these big people in spaceships. And so, I think that's what is that's what I got from it. But yeah, uh, yeah, Little Nightmares Two. I don't think it follows after Little the first Little Nightmares. Like I have because you play as a different character. Okay, so you could and, so you may be able to just jump in this game without playing the first one if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting because now you, now you have like a, another little character that you have to be with. You have to hold his hand and watch after him and stuff like that. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of Ico. I don't know if you guys play that game, Ico on the play, PS2. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm only on chapter three right now, so I haven't beat it yet. So I'm looking forward to keep playing that game and see what happens at the end. Uh, other than that, uh, that's all I've been playing this week. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I'm glad to see you. somebody's getting used to that Stadia. Yeah, you're, you're woo, going, Stadia. Current users one in San Diego. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. hopefully you know I, I don't know. It's and it, you had really good luck with it, right? Like I remember you saying a while back that like you didn't really have a whole lot of issues with latency. Like you kind of had to change yeah. some settings around, or you found some. You know, I don't know if it's red or whatever, but you found some information like you could change some settings and it kind of really helped like the quality of things. A lot of it has to do with uh, your monitor. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, I have the, the Chromecast Ultra that you plug in your TV. Mm-hmm. And I find that um, latency happens because of your your TV or your monitor. And uh, if your TV doesn't have game mode, which, uh, which, you know, reduces the latency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find that that helps a lot. It reduces the latency a lot. And um, also on the PC, if you're playing on the browser, um, I recommend getting, like, an, another browser called uh, Chrome Canary, Canary, or something like that. Uh, it's, a, it's a Google dev kit for web browsers, and it, it runs a lot faster compared to your original Chrome and it works with it works well with Stadia. Um 
As far as mouse and keyboard, I don't recommend. Right now, they're still trying to get that worked out. But I do recommend playing with the controller plugged in. And you'll probably experience less latency. Um, there's also an extension that you should download. It's called uh, Stadia Plus. Okay. So what that does is uh, your browser has different encoders. So uh, I think there's VM9. And the other one is like HT something like that. So depending on what, how, um, I mean, your video card, uh, what it encodes, it will determine the best encoder for Stadia. Uh, yeah, I mean, hmm. other than that, I, I play in it sometimes, so not a whole lot. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Stadia is dead, but I don't, I don't think it's dead. Yeah, like I just I don't think you hear about it. Like, I mean, we know it's still there, but you just don't see the ads. You don't hear people talking about it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, that's why people just assume that it's dead. You know, you just don't hear a whole lot about it, but, you know? Like, I, I remember last article, they said they were closing down their, their own game dev studios. Their own, like, their studios, yeah. But I think, I think the reason is because, you know, when Cyberpunk came out, you know, a lot of people bought Cyberpunk on the Stadia, and that's the third dev. And I don't think they're going to stop Stadia anytime soon. I think they're just going to support third-party apps, or third-party mm -hmm. uh, devs and stuff, and sell their games that way. Well, it's expensive, too, you know, to make a game. You know, they probably lost millions on on a game that doesn't succeed you know like if you don't get a, a, a hit out there and it doesn't grow their platform then it's probably really not cost effective for them kind of like yeah. i'm surprised like amazon does it you know and amazon still says they are committed to doing it and they're still working on it but you know when they did when a crucible and them came out you know and that game just flopped really hard you know that that's a lot of money that probably went down the drain you know amazon has it but that's still money that went down the drain you know millions of dollars yeah. so you know, they just, it's got to be tough, like getting in a studio, you know, getting your own studio going and, and trying to compete with, with Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo. And, yeah. you know, it's already a crowded market, you know, even though you can say three is crowded, but when you have three powerhouses like that, I, I think it would be hard to get in, you know, like it's just hard to get in yeah. there and, and compete with those guys when they're so established. Yeah. I mean, um, stuff like this, like Stadia with their early release. It reminds me of um, YouTube, like back a long time ago when it first releases. Mm -hmm. You know, people were still using um, VHS, or D I mean, uh, like DVDs and stuff. And uh, people were, were new to the internet and then YouTube came out. And they're like, I think, you know, they kept updating it and making it better. And eventually, like, now everyone's using it. So I, f I feel like Stadia can be that way. I think in the future, game streaming could can be it, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely, I think, where it's going. We'll see. I mean, I don't know, man. It's tough. Because as far as, you know, what Stadia needs really is players. But what do Sony and PlayStation and well, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have right now that's kind of like a thing that's, that's being pushed is cross-play. Yeah. So you can't really like if you look at all the crossplay going on, there's crossplay between Nintendo, PlayStation and Xbox. 
if those three companies decide to exclude Stadia, which they have been so far, then Stadia players are kind of screwed, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like they're gonna be like, well, why the fuck should I keep playing on Stadia? I should just move on to PlayStation or Xbox or Switch or something or PC or whatever, because that's better than this, you know? Which yeah. people play with on there. That's the tough part, I think that. And, that, that and it's hard yeah. too because you know Stadia is so different. Like you don't need a console, yeah. you know. So when you take the the companies that require a console, Nintendo, Sony, and, <laughs> and Xbox, yeah. then they can see that and be like, okay, let's work together a little bit and just make sure this isn't a thing. Because if it became a thing, you know, right now we wouldn't be able to sell our consoles. Not saying they're going to support not support this in the future because they probably will. But right now, their priorities are selling PlayStation 5s, Xbox One X, you know, Series X and that. So they're not going to try to help Stadia as much as they can because it'd be counterproductive for them. Because they don't want people not buying a PS5 and playing on Stadia when you don't have to buy a PlayStation, you know. You can buy a, a, you know, what did you say, an UltraCast, right? Yeah. You know, and that's probably, what, 70 bucks maybe? Well, yeah, it's like sixty bucks or something. So, and and you could probably find one of those in a store. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, the, the, that's for me the biggest hurdle that they're gonna have to cross is at some point they need to get hmm. they need to get Microsoft and either Microsoft or Sony or both on board with this crossplay shit, you know, because you need more players. You can't have the Destiny two players. Just stuck by themselves over there, you know. You can't have the Call of Duty players just stuck by themselves over there, you know. When everyone over here is enjoying crossplay and they're over there by themselves, like, oh, oh, what the fuck, you know? I can't find a match because there's only two thousand people playing or whatever, you know. Yeah, you, you know what's weird about the stadium also. Like whenever I go on Reddit, I always see uh, like uh, Stadia posts, and they're very positive like it's very surprisingly positive like you have one guy in there typing oh i love the stadia so much this is gonna change gaming industries and then i'm in my head i'm like are you not experiencing like latency like how are you i just you know latency is one thing that's important about gaming like it's especially with stadia you know you have all that latency it's just these people like I, I really don't understand, like how, how they think. You know, I don't, I don't know how they work it. But I mean, to me, when I play, it, I have no latency. But, but I had to do a lot of workarounds, you know, to make it work. It's not like uh, if and if and anyone new picks it up and plugs it in, it's not like it's gonna be no latency right away. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty weird. Um. There's one last yeah. quick question about Stadia. What what do you think about your Cyberpunk experience? Because that was like the PC yeah. version of the game. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think you had the bugs and stuff, but you still were, were a little limited, you know, by latency and stuff. What was your overall take on like Cyberpunk and, and how it played for you? And did you have many bugs or did you run into stuff or like just your overall experience with that? Uh, So my overall experience has to be compared to the PC, to be honest. There, there wasn't a lot of um, bugs or anything that I experienced on the Stadia. Not a lot. Like, I think none. Like, zero. Not at all. Like, yeah. But on the PS4 Pro, on the other hand, is uh, very 
very buggy. Uh, but it does look beautiful on the stadium. About like uh, sixty frames so, per second. So you recommend it on on stadium then? Like I said, um, it really depends on your internet. Like, if you're gonna play Cyberpunk and you're gonna have a bad experience if you don't have good internet. Like, it's it looks really bad. If okay, what's good internet? What kind of internet do you have that you had a good experience? Uh, so right, right now I have two hundred down, uh, sixty up. Okay. Uh, for four K streaming, mm -hmm. I'd recommend. Um, they don't. They don't really take a lot. Like maybe around like uh, fifty, fifty mix, a hundred mix. That's that's not a lot but, actually. That's like average. Like when I look at my, average, yeah. I look at my provider, right? I look at Comcast, Xfinity. When I look at my provider, they, they offer the. Their, I mean, I think their lowest plan is fifty. <laughs> Maybe it's less. Yeah. No, no, I think their lowest plan is like five bucks a month, but that's like the like the ten megabyte, you know, like super hobo plan, you know, like 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 we're doing this because we feel bad that you don't have internet plan or mm -hmm. something like that. You know, like we'll charge you five bucks a month and we'll give you this basic basic internet. But I think that uh, for most people that are signing up for Xfinity, I think the basic plans start at fifty megabytes, and. Uh, you know, like, if they ask you, usually they'll ask you, like, hey, are you a gamer, or are you this, or are you that, are you streaming, or are you whatever? And if you answer yes to all these questions, then they usually offer you better deals with better, higher speeds. Or they're trying to sell or, you higher speeds in general. Like, well, oh, for this, me... This guy's a gamer, he needs, you know, hey, get that fast internet. I remember well, they asked for me, me at AT&T. Yeah. Well, for me, they have, they have me on a 500 megabyte plan. And they have me on unlimited, so like it's like a hundred and fifty bucks a month or something like that. It's kind of expensive, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing that kills me about internet, and and it's just so weird yeah. because so here I am in Ohio, right? I have a thousand meg down, a thousand meg up, mm. and guess how much I pay a month? How much? Uh, twenty dollars. No, no, it's more than twenty. <laughs> Less than ninety. Less than ninety, really? Yes. What? I pay I pay sixty nine ninety nine a what? month for a thousand down and a thousand up fiber. Through AT and T. See, I have, yeah, I have, I have Xfinity and I have unlimited. But like the thing is, and like, I have unlimited, so I don't have a cap either. That could be because of your state, though. In Oregon, there's they, they like they, they fucked up and they let the like the net neutrality law or something passed where they let companies now charge you mm -hmm. for like not limited. You know, like they limit your data cap to a thousand megabytes or a thousand gigabytes or whatever. So. For me to get unlimited, I have to pay the the base price of whatever my internet cost is. So I think it's like one thirty a month, and then I have to pay fifty bucks on top of mm -hmm. that to get unlimited. That's why my internet is like so expensive. It's like one hundred and seventy a month. That's what mine is with AT and T to a point. Oh, but it's like a hundred and thirty. No, it's like one hundred and forty a month. They lowered it for some reason mm -hmm. after COVID hit. When COVID hit and all that shit hit. They, like, really drop their prices okay. down a lot. They, they give you that nice discount over there. Yeah, man, it's, like, 40 bucks discount, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's still double the price. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's still, like, double the price that you're paying. And over. half the speed. Yeah, well, hey, though, but I got to give it up to Comcast. There's never been, like, really an issue with my internet, like, ever. Like, mm, like this, Gunny. Every like, once in a while, he would have issues, I know. Yeah, Remember. like, like every, like, I want to say in the last six years that I've had Comcast... That my internet's been down, like down, down, 
probably like twice. Yeah, I mean, and it was literally down. Too. I, it was I, down I, for like an hour at most. These motherfuckers get on top of that shit real quick, and they like send their crews out to fix the shit right away. And it's literally like this been down for like an hour at most, or like my router fries itself or something. Mm-hmm. And I have yeah, to exchange the router. Mine's only ever been down once. And that was like shortly after I moved here. Like I think it was like a month, maybe after I got in the internet. Yeah, I was I was having some issues. And I wasn't getting the speed that I was supposed to be, and and then it just like went out. And it, something happened to the fiber optic line on like right where it comes into my my place. And so basically, they just had to put a new end on it. And they put a new end on it, and I've never had a problem since. So. Yeah. So like. You know, we, we really have good internet on the West Coast, I feel like. Compared to, like, most of the Midwest, like, I'm surprised you have that good of internet over there in, in Ohio, man. Because most of the Midwest, like, where Brink lives, like, in Wyoming and fucking Nebraska and North Dakota and South Dakota and, like, fucking, like, not Colorado. Colorado's pretty hip. But, like, those states, you know, you know those people, right? Like, Wisconsin and those, those people the Midwest. over there. The those Midwest. Let's call it the Midwest. Even though we're, we're those, not going to count Ohio in that Midwest, but... Those people, we know, we, you know who you are, all right? Those people over there, they, you know, they, they really have to pay for a, a lot for internet, man. Like, Brink, he was telling me, like, he pays so much for, like, like so much speed, and, like, he has to pay for a limiter, then... And then, like, there's different plans. There's only, like, one carrier in the whole fucking, like, area that he's in. There's only, like, one person that he could go to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, we're, like, we're the only company here, motherfucker. So, like, if you don't like our prices, who the fuck are you going to go to, you know? So that's why I think things like um, what Elon Musk has recently been doing. He's been doing that, uh, he's been shooting, like, all those, like, 100 satellites into space, like, every week or whatever. <laughs> all that space junk up there. He's been shooting with that, like, like 100 satellites, like, like, every other month or something. He's shooting, like, 100 satellites into space. And all these satellites are going to surround the Earth. Okay. All right? Like, he's, okay, I'm telling this is some real shit right here, man. I'm giving you facts. So all these satellites, man, are going to surround the Earth, right? And they're going to all connect to each other, Mayo. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be connected down to Earth through satellite dishes. Like, like, little personal, like, dishes, like... Like a dish network dish you put in your house or something, you know? <laughs> like one of those things. But you're going to have one for the internet. And it's going to give you like gig speed internet or like double gig speed internet, he said. Through all these fucking satellites. And he's going to try to bring this to like rural like America, you know? Like, like fucking the Midwest and Texas and shit. Like places where like the internet isn't really like you know like they're not running fiber optic lines you know through yeah. that area you know so he's gonna bring these fucking satellites over there and like bring internet to most people now there's a competitor competitor to this the competitor to elon musk is this, like this uh his his internet is called starlink and you can actually sign up right now for it like i think right now the founder edition costs uh i think it's 500 dollars and you have to be in an area where there's a satellite that can line up with your dish. And you get, like, a dish, and you have to set it up, and you have to, like, fucking line it up with the fucking space satellite somehow or some shit. But it's, like, 500 bucks to get started, right? And then after that, it's, like, 100 bucks a month or something, and you get, like, gig speed internet. But, so this this is called Starlink. That's for the people that are interested in signing up for this beta. You Like I said, it's 500 bucks. You get this dish from Elon Musk. <laughs> Like it says, like, hey, motherfucker, put the shit in your backyard or something and line it up with the sky. 
<laughs> and then uh, there's a fast Starlink, but then there's a competitor to that, which is Amazon's internet, which is, I forget what Amazon is calling theirs, but see what Amazon is doing. Instead of fucking sending satellites all the way into space mail, mm-hmm. they're going to fly drones like like predator drones, like the U.S. uses to like drop missiles on terrorists and shit. They're going to fly predator drones like all over the place. And like, like shoots Wi-Fi signals down to the ground to get people internet. So hmm. I don't know who's gonna win here. I, I'm thinking the satellites are probably gonna be the better choice than a bunch of fucking yeah. drones flying around. But that's that's Amazon's plan. I think it's a bunch of fucking like predator drones flying around shooting Wi-Fi signals to the you ground. Remember, this was a long time ago, and <laughs> and I remember. Reading a little bit, I I might even have this magazine standing around. There's a magazine article Ooh. I read. This this is back in the magazine days, Jesus. You know, Ooh. back when people <laughs> read in paper. Um, <clears throat> when 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 TVs were dying, like the regular broadcast signal, like before we had the uh, the, oh, digital, yeah, the version, digital right, that HD um, digital the, box the, bullshit. Basically, those airwaves were available to be bought. And this article was saying, if I remember correctly, like the government had bought like a major part of these these channels or these airways and um the the goal was actually to make one of these you because you could do like wi-fi through them and they was going to do countryside wi-fi but it would be just like an entry level like almost like dial-up but everybody in the country would have access to it you know so like basically just like free tv they were trying to basically buy up this wavelength you know, from the old TVs. Yeah, to shoot like a signal across. And just across the whole country, everybody could get basically a, like a dial-up dial-up version of Wi-Fi. And, Why not do and that, you know? That would enable all the, the poor neighborhoods and the people that literally just don't have internet internet at the time, you know. And that was, you know, back then, I and mean, that's been a while internet wasn't fast like it was today so it might have been just dial-up speed but maybe we were probably at two meg at the time you know yeah. so i'm not sure how far like one article it kind of popped up said like 2013 um when i, when I looked it up here but i would have to go back and find the magazine that, that kind of really broke it down and stuff but i just thought it was kind of interesting how how that was a possibility and and i think what kind of pushback and stuff probably happened in that because it never came to for one and you know with like these verizons and and that would just hurt them guys because back then you know they were starting to push their data plans and you wouldn't have a need for a data plan technically if you just wanted to do the cheap wi-fi so i'm sure they got some some pushback from verizon and you know and your yeah, that's the providers. thing about there's these big companies that are always pushing back. We're like, no, no, you can't have that public service. Yeah, we can't. We can't have everybody have an internet because how can we charge for our plans? Yeah. How the fuck are we gonna charge you guys for our internet? No, but uh, but listen, um, there is towns in like in Oregon. There's a few cities here in Oregon, a few towns. I would I would call them towns. I guess they're not mm-hmm. big cities that they actually have public service internet. Like you can pay the city. I think it's like a minimum of like 20 bucks a month or something. They have different plans or whatever. But you pay the city for the internet service. You don't pay Comcast. You don't, like Comcast and those big companies are banned from being in those cities. Mm -hmm. Like the city council. Like the city kind of owns it, like in a way. Yeah, like the city council fucking voted them out or whatever. (laughs) 
and the city owns it, so you pay the city like a utility bill, like like hey, your utility bill is twenty five bucks this month for the internet or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So there is shit like that that is happening, which I kind of support, you know, because I really do think that internet nowadays, no, not when now, say ten years ago, not so, like twenty, say fifteen years ago in two thousand and five, not so much, but nowadays in twenty twenty one, dude, the internet is. I feel like it should be a utility service. Oh, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. You know, there's no reason why some kid has to go home or whatever from school and he needs to research something about lions in Africa and he can't because he doesn't have internet. He gets you know the Encyclopedia I mean? Britannica out. And have yeah, to, like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason a kid should be doing that these days, you know what I mean? Like, like you literally have the power of the internet at your hands. And they, they would probably just have to, to go to the library even. Like, if they didn't yeah. own internet, they'd probably just go to the library. I, I don't think they would even try to research anything. You know, you just, <laughs> there is no, nothing modern enough anymore that you can even do research on without yeah, using yeah. the internet like exactly where, where are you going to find the books unless you go to the library where are you going to find you know besides <laughs> yeah. besides the library that's your only option as a student i would think yeah you know you could go to barnes and noble or something and buy the book i guess <laughs> buy but, a book yeah then yeah then you're paying for the fucking book all right you might as well get an internet you know because yeah. you're buying a book every week <laughs> or a month or yeah so like so yeah, I'm with you there. Like, but but anyways, I'm looking at a Starlink right now on on. Uh, it says here that beginning this month, you can actually pre-order. Uh, you can pre-order your Starlink Mayo for ninety nine dollars. You deposit ninety nine bucks. Uh, you can pay this with a credit card, and uh, yeah, in return you'll get our estimated coverage date of either twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two based on your location. So they kind of take your location, right? You give your address to them. And you say, I live in Seattle, Washington. And they, they send a drone to your house. They park it above there. <laughs> they send a satellite into space. Oh, okay. You get your own satellite. They, they try to line up the satellite near that city or whatever. You know, like they try to say, like, okay, we need a satellite above Seattle. We need a satellite above New York City. And they try to line up a satellite near that area to get you to be able to to link to that satellite. Mm-hmm. And it says here that uh, according to independent third-party test, uh, Starlink provides an average download speeds of 55.59 megabits per second with the top speed of 194.44 megabits per second. And uh, that's pretty good, you know, like over like a satellite connection. That is actually pretty fucking fast, they said, compared to like normal... Like, right now, you can go to, like, any... Like, there's other satellite internet providers out there you can sign up for right now. Mm-hmm. But they're not nearly as fast or nearly as good. You know? Yeah. Like, here in Ohio... Like, 20... When you get... Bits. When you get countryside in the farm countries and the farm areas, you run into this a lot. And I get this question a lot from people from outside the city. Satellite internet. They're like, how do I get better internet? And I'm like, well, what do you have? You know, first and foremost. And they're like, oh, I have, like... Dish network internet or, or are they, you know, they give you me like a name and I'm like, is it like a, you know, is it like satellite internet? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's, it's okay. Like their meg, their speed would be like two meg at the time when I talked to them or, or 10 meg. But the problem is they're, they have, they have a cap. And so they're like, I have like a 10 gigabyte cap. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, and like today's era, 10 gigabytes, nothing, <laughs> you know? 
And so like, it's so hard because they just have no options. Like you have to do use this. It's your only option out there in the middle of nowhere. And I've actually had some friends that live like a mile away from the last pole for like actual good internet. And he's like, yeah, I have to pay for this, you know, 10 gig limit, you know, 10 meg download and it's like a hundred bucks a month and people that live a mile down the road get you know at&t fiber that gets a thousand down and a thousand up for half the cost you know yeah and it's so crazy like the satellite version you're lucky nipron you really are dude yeah yeah i feel like us on the west coast and like probably people like in the in the east coast like the big cities like new york and shit we're all pretty lucky because we got pretty decent internet Mm -hmm. (laughs) But everyone in the Midwest and shit, dude, like, they don't, you know? And that's what people fail to realize. Like, they don't have that good internet sometimes. And I remember, too, one of my one of my friends in, in San Diego, they're saying that he lives in, like, a big, like, big apartment complex with, like, multiple floors. And oh, it's kind of like you... the same internet? Yeah, and they all use the same internet. So he pays yeah. a certain amount, and they all have, like, one internet package, and they, yeah. everybody uses it. And, like, that's kind of interesting, too, that, like, kind of like the city thing, like, except for this one you know apartment <laughs> complex just yeah. covers the internet and everybody gets it and they split the cost or something like that but yeah yeah, yeah um yeah there's uh there's also that uh project Kuiper, k-u-i-p-e-r this is a project by amazon where they're trying to copy spacex's a uh, starlink where they're shooting satellites into space as well and uh, but the thing about um, Project Kuiper is that uh, they're like way behind Starlink. Starlink already has beta users, where Kuiper is still like they're still like developing their satellites. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're still like trying to figure out like the satellite systems or whatever to send in space. While Starlink already has like I think they said they have 10,000 beta users already. So they have 10,000 people that have signed up for the $500 package or whatever to beta test the shit. And they, uh, Kuiper has a, 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 uh, like a certain, like a speed limit or something on the internet as well. Like they don't have like the SpaceX, like SpaceX's a Starlink. They're, uh, their goal is to have one gigabyte internet mail. Like their goal, like like Elon Musk said, mm-hmm. our goal with Starlink is to have one gigabyte per second or whatever. You know, like like we're gonna have like one gig speed. Like that is our goal with Starlink. That's why he's trying to shoot as many satellites as he can in space or whatever. So apparently, the more satellites he has, the better the connection or whatever. Um, but uh, Project Kuiper, uh, <laughs> they barely got the approval from the FCC, and they have now sent. Uh, they have now been approved to send about 3,200 satellites into low orbit, you know, so like in the space or whatever. And uh, but they have not put one into low orbit yet. So like they're way behind Starlink. So mm. I mean, as far as we can tell right now, Starlink is kind of kicking their asses. <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, you never know. Amazon may be able to like bundle this with their Amazon Prime or something, and then that's how they beat Starlink. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Internet, woo! <laughs> you know what I mean? Or some shit like that, you know? Like, they could do that, you know? Like, they're, they're really good yeah. about... Amazon's been really good about, like, bundling all their services, you know? Like, their fucking Audible books and their fucking Prime and their... 
With Prime, you get this, this, and this. You get music, cloud storage, fucking video, fucking free delivery. You know? Because I remember when Prime used to be just about, like, free delivery, really. And then it'd be like, oh, now you get streaming, and now you get cloud storage, and now you get, like, backup music fucking, like, a music player type thing, like Spotify and all kinds of shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's that. Fuck. Fuck all this shit. Let's get into some news. Let's get into some video yes, game news. News time. Beep, 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 beep. This gunny's not here. The scalpers are saying that the press is treating them unfairly. What? They are a valuable industry. <laughs> Those mean press people. Jesus, you're considered press. Quit picking <laughs> on these scalpers. Quit being mean to them. Uh, since you're a man going only by Jordan, spoke with Forbes magazine. And he said that he thinks the press coverage has been unfair. He said, quote, There seems to be a lot of bad press on this incredibly valuable industry. Oh, I'm sure it's I valuable. I do not feel that it's justified. <laughs> it's quite all valuable we, to him. All we are acting as is middlemen for the limited quantity items, he said. Sister Jordan co-founded a private group called The Lab, which charges people for advice on how to scalp products. This type of business is known as a cook group. Uh, Jordan admitted that he picked up 25 PlayStation 5s last month, and he sold them for about $967 each. He justifies this, Nipron, by comparing it to the retail market. He says, quote, Essentially, every business resells their products. Tesco, for example, buys the milk from the farmers for 26 pence or so per liter, and then they sell it on for upwards of 70, 70 pence per liter. No one ever seems to complain to the extent as they are currently doing towards us. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so so basically, they're just saying, you know, we're the distributor and... They're fucking bullshit. Fucking we're, we're the good guys. We're helping you. We're I helping you out, Jesus. We're helping you out by charging you double the price and make Fuck enough money to Jordan. buy more and buying all the PlayStation so you can't. We're helping you out. Jordan, you are a piece of shit. All right. Right. Because you isn't that part you. of the problem? If, if they weren't scalping them and buying them so fast, wouldn't you and I, Jesus, probably have a PS5 by now? Yeah, we would. Easily and we wouldn't be paying the high prices on this really hard to get PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe, yeah, they are going to be out of stock still probably, but they wouldn't be as hard to get as they are now because yeah. people like Jordan buying 25 yeah. of them at a time. <laughs> Says here the lab's other co-founder who goes by the code name Reagan. He shared screenshots of the bot they use called Velox. Reagan said in some cases the program could complete a purchase in under three seconds. Man. Mm. In under three seconds. It's also said that this software can bypass 3D security and credit card authentication process required in the UK. Says here, so yeah. Um, yeah there's that. So, uh, no, but yeah, you know Walmart's helping us. They're, they're they're monitoring these bots, and I don't think that's really the case. You know, I think they can still. Yeah. When when Walmart had them the other day, Listen, like I tried to get Walmart, in. Do, and do you really think no Walmart shot. gives a fuck? Do you really no. think they give a fuck? They, if they I sell, was the Walmart, them. if I was the Walmart chief financial officer or whatever the fuck you know, the guy that controls their finances, I would be like, 
guys, just say, okay, okay, I will tell the PR guys, all right, guys, you need to say that we're, con we're going to monitor this, and we're going to keep control of the bots, and we're going to not let these scalpers buy any of these consoles. And then I turn around and tell the, the fucking tech guys and be like, hey, guys, uh, as soon as we could put these online and sell them, just fucking sell them. Just so, why why, just, why put money into research and development to yeah. prevent you from selling something? <laughs> why? You, you know? let's, uh, let's just fucking sell these guys, all right? Come on now. Let's, let's get these out as fast as possible so we get our next order in from Sony. Uh, we already got another PO open for them, so they... They're ready to ship us the next 100,000 consoles. The next, the next boat's on the way. Yeah, the boat's on the way, okay? Let's just get these out the fucking door, guys. These are taking up space in my warehouse. Hurry it up, motherfucker. You know, like, why would you do that? Like, why? like you know, it's, you're right, man. It was like saying, we're going to invest... <laughs> we're going to invest money to prevent us from making money. Yeah. Why? Yeah, let's slow it down. And it's probably easier to ship. You could probably ship 50 of them <laughs> to the same you, spot. Yeah, you ship 50 of them, bulk ship those fucking things in a pallet or something. Right, you put them in a pallet, wrap that sucker up, and send it in FedEx or something. I don't know. Send that shit to the same house. You know? <laughs> Who the fuck cares? You're right, man. I don't believe this bullshit. See, you... these scalpers are nice. They are helping people like Walmart and, <laughs> and Best Buy. And... Oh, man. Bullshit. Moving on to more news. It says here Jack Black has now joined Kate Blanchett in the Borderlands movie. Oh. It says here that uh, Jack Black, who is the star of Jumanji, hmm. never heard of him, will be playing <laughs> will be playing Claptrap. Interesting. What? He okay. is gonna he is gonna be. He's going to be doing the voice of Claptrap in the upcoming movie for Borderlands. And apparently, um, uh, who is Kevin Hart is also in this movie. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Uh, Kate Blanchett. So those are the three main characters that we have so far. It says here, uh, yeah, so that's kind of interesting, right? Like, like <laughs> see all these people coming into this. Like, I feel like it could be a funny movie. These are all pretty funny people. Mm -hmm. you know? So sure, yeah. Blanchett. Blanchett is set to star as the legendary thief Lilith, while Kevin Hart will play the skilled soldier Roland, and Curtis is going to fill the role of Tannis. So I don't, I don't see, mm. I don't see Kevin Hart as Roland. But whatever, I guess. Guess. Yeah, we'll see what they do. You know. I just hope. It's not like some real cheesy, you know, like, oh, they, they seem like the only time they make a video game movie, it's really cheesy, you know? Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. What was that movie that came out last? That was, a video, was it Ready Player One? Was that a video game movie? Uh, not really, because um, there's no video game in it. It's a video game environment, and it talks about video games, but it's not based off a game. I would game. say maybe the last one is like Tomb Raider, really, that was any Monster good. Monster Hunter. Monster yeah, Hunter. Oh, the Monster Hunter movie, and they also made a WoW, or not WoW, but... uh. Oh, a book movie? Oh yeah, that that um, yeah, was that World yeah, War? Maybe it was, was it Warcraft. Wild. Yeah, was Warcraft? Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Warcraft movie. I mean, some of them haven't been bad, but most of them are not great. Yeah, that Warcraft movie was okay. Because then you had like the Street Fighter movies and the Mortal Kombat movies, and hmm. dude, I remember the Warcraft movie like as a World of Warcraft player. 
Like I was super hyped. I had like mm -hmm. space paint, like Warcraft paint, and then <laughs> I thought it would be like adventures kind of movie where you have people hyped up. Yeah, you know, Warcraft fanatics. There was not a lot. I was the only one that was, you know, excited for it. Everyone else was just regular movie series. People, right? Like, did Did you enjoy it? Like, I I have never seen it actually. Um, oh, you haven't. Seen I'm not it? a I'm not a WoW player. Would I Would I get satisfaction watching it still? Uh, I did enjoy it mainly because um, I'm a Warcraft mm -hmm. fanatic and I I know the lore behind all of the characters, but I do understand. Like people that don't, I'm not that are not Warcraft players that they don't really understand what what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. Do you think it <laughs> yeah, would help them? Like, do you think it encouraged people at all to get into WoW? Like, say they've never seen WoW know. or never played WoW and they just watch this movie. Do you think it would encourage them to check out WoW? No, no, I don't think so. No. Or would it, would it yeah. do the opposite? Would it push them away? <laughs> Be like, I don't want to yeah, do this, away, this sure. nerd <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah. It was weird. I don't know. I just, yeah. Yeah, anyways, moving on now. Let's move on to some more news mail. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts is coming to the PC as an Epic Store exclusive. And I actually saw this today on the Epic Store. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? No, is it? Um, Can't I? Maybe I'm wrong. Can't I play Kingdom Hearts on Game Pass now on the PC? Maybe not. No, I'm gonna look. Okay, yeah, cause I know. I remember seeing it on my my Xbox, right? Mm. Yeah, but mm. anyways, <laughs> the release is now set for March 30th. Nipron, which includes the following games, it will include it would include Kingdom Hearts 3, plus the Remind DLC, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue for sixty dollars. It would also include Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory for $60 and Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 11.5 Remix for $50. So, yeah. Would I be yeah. better off playing these on the Game Pass on my Xbox? I think so. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I mean, what really are they going to have on the PC that's going to make them look better? Really like yeah, maybe just a, maybe even a higher frame rate. But sometimes those games, like they when they port them like that, they don't even give you unlocked frame rate. You know, so it might be locked at sixty. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just play this on your console, dude. Yeah. Be fine. So you Game Pass owners out there, play on your <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. If you're on a PlayStation, I guess play on your PlayStation. I don't know, pay, buy it there. I guess. I guess if you only own PC, then then I guess you're excited. Maybe getting to check it out. If you never have checking out a Kingdom Hearts game, I enjoyed it. I, I played the first one and I really enjoyed it, even though it was very kid-like. You know, going through the Disney environments and, you know, Disney princess type stuff and Mickey Mouse worlds or whatever. I don't remember anymore, but yeah. I remember people like, uh, you know, in my household in the time when I was playing, they're like, what are you playing? And, you know, you have Goofy and Donald Duck running around with you. And, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, this game's really good. Don't make fun of me. You know, but like, how old are you, man? What are you, why are you playing this? <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it back in. I played, I played the the latest kingdom hearts i kind of stopped playing because the story was kind of going everywhere 
I had no idea what the hell was going on. Next thing I know, I, I was in a Toy Story world. I'm like, what? Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, I remember I tried it on the Xbox. I was excited when it came to Game Pass, the newest one, and I I made it to the intro trailer, and I'm like. What the fuck is going on? They're like playing yeah. chess or something, and they're showing different yeah. things. And I only ever played the very first one, and so I was like, "I'm not gonna understand this." And yeah. I just uninstalled it. <laughs> so I'm like, I should yeah. get back into it and check it out. But I just, yeah, I just uninstalled it. <laughs> Anyways, Let's move on to some more news. <clears throat> Wait, hold on, I gotta take a drink here. Fuck. I'm drinking Blue Moon, ladies and gentlemen. Blue Moon. <clears throat> Earlier this week, we had learned that CD Projekt Red had was hacked with the attackers obtaining the source code for Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, and Gwent alongside other documents from CD Projekt Red, including their entire HR documents <laughs> for their employees. Wow. That's fucked. Um, but, apparently... Um, that uh, information was sold because CD Projekt Red said that they would not give in to the ransom demands by the hackers because the hackers demanded, like, so much money from them or whatever. CD, instead, CD, CD Projekt Red took the stand of, you know what, we're going to go public with this and we're going to just say we're not going to pay this. So the hackers did what they said they were going to do and they sold it at an auction. <laughs> and now... uh they sold the source code for the Red Engine, which is the engine CD Projekt game uses for their games. And uh, also, uh, they sold everything else with that file. <laughs> like everything that they stole from the company, they sold it at an auction. Um, it says here that the only thing that the uh, auction, the person that bought all this information from them, from the hackers, the only stipulation he gave or they gave when they bought it was that they were not going to uh, further try to like resell this to somebody else. Like they mm -hmm. were gonna like turn around and auction it off themselves. So it's hard to know who bought this or why they bought this. You know, it could have been CD Projekt Red that bought it. I don't know who bought it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I guess you know. The hackers sent out a ransom for like ten million dollars, and they sell it for like five million on the internet, and just see the Project Red buys it, you know, for five million. <laughs> it was them. It was them the whole time. <laughs> they got they got a fifty percent discount. <laughs> yeah, we got it back, guys. No worries. We just took some of that cyberpunk money and uh, recouped it. That's all. Yeah. They said that they had no plan to pay any ransom or cooperate with the attackers. So I really don't know what all this means, like what all is involved with source code. I'm, I'm just assuming it's like their game engine and how the game works and all that kind of stuff. And maybe yeah. some of that's like their their uh, HR information on their employees is bad. But like I don't think any of us people that, that bought the game are really all that compromised. I don't, I don't know if it has like some of our information. You know, like yeah, how we how we used true. to pay for the game or, or anything like that. I don't know what all is involved in that, but um, mm. but usually in general, I usually don't worry uh, a whole lot when I see something like you know, and there's like a, been a, a data breach of some form. You know, you you see like where 
Microsoft gets hacked or whatever, or Sony got hacked, you know, and, and, you know, your information is given away. Like I never get real paranoid about that because I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident anymore that everybody has my information. <laughs> you know, If they wanted it, yeah. it's, I'm sure it's out there. And, you know, you, know, you just gotta be diligent and watching your bank statements and your, your debit card balances and all that kind of stuff. And, catching that stuff when it happens early you know mm-hmm. if you get if you get you know account attacked or whatever i've never had that problem luckily but i do know people that have you know that yeah. they're like oh i got a message from my bank they want to know how i'm Fuck, did I, I got a letter from the irs saying that somebody got a job under my name or something like that <laughs> like hey uh hey uh, jesus somebody has a job under your name but uh don't worry it's all good like we got you i'm like okay yes yeah. <laughs> it's real nice guys <laughs> uh anyways anyways it says here that at the auction started at a million dollars that was the beginning bid one mm-hmm. million dollars was the lowest bid. one million dollars and you can buy it now for seven million if you wanted to buy it now option, you could pay $7 million and buy it now. Kind of like, you know, like eBay or whatever, where you have the mm-hmm. buy it now price. That was the <laughs> buy it now price, $7 million. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Who knows? Is, did Nipon take off? What's Nipon doing? Uh, he's going to be back in just a second. Okay. Mm. Moving on to more news. Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, one of my favorite Telltale games, if not my favorite. Uh, since you're following the developer Telltale Game Studios closure in 2018, Tales from the Borderlands and other games by Telltale were delisted from digital storefronts. Since you're one of Telltale's most popular games, Tales from the Borderlands is an episodic narrative game in the style of a comic book set in the Borderlands universe between the stories of Borderlands 2 and 3. So now... To the delight of all of its fans, it will return to dig- digital storefronts on February 17th. Uh, so, yeah. It's going to come back. Um, yeah. Soon. That's about three days yeah. from now. Yeah. Four days. That's cool, because that game was really fucking cool, man. I've never played, played this one, so I was kind of excited. I, know, I remember you saying this was one of your favorites, and yeah. I, I've only ever played a couple of the Telltale games, so... Um, yeah, it was it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed Tales from the Borderlands. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I look forward to playing it. I, I'll I'll even play it again. Even shit. Yeah. So, and I wonder what, if it's gonna be on all the storefronts. If I can just buy it on Steam, or if I'll have to buy it on the Epic Store. You don't even need like you don't even need to play the previous Borderlands to get the story of this game. You know what I mean? Like that's how well the story is done in this game, where like it mm-hmm. brings you into that universe without even knowing much of the Borderlands universe altogether. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? There's another one that's really popular, that, and I know I, I didn't play it, but oh, Wolf Among Us. I have that one. Um, it was another game-based one. I want to say maybe it was the Batman one. No. Oh, that one is good, too, yeah. There was another one. I just can't remember what it was now. Maybe it was Batman, but somebody kept raving on about one of them that was really good, based off another game series. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to more news. This is some pretty crazy news here. League of Legends developer Rag Games continues to be in the news for all the wrong reasons, man. Mm. All the wrong reasons. Um, That's the wrong way to get your name out there. 
<laughs> this time, thanks to a new lawsuit accusing CEO Niccolo Laurent of sexual harassment, gender discrimination, and wrongful termination. The lawsuit, as reported by the Washington Post, was filed with the L.A. County Superior Court in January by former right executive assistant Sharon O'Donnell, who joined the company back in 2017 and then was fired in, in July of last year. In the suit, O'Donnell claims that Laurent subjected her to numerous sexual comments, inviting her to travel with him and to work from his house when his wife was away, asking if she could, quote, could handle him when they were alone at his house, end quote. When O'Donnell declined, Laurent is alleged to have become very hostile with her, limiting her workplace responsibilities and even having her fired after she reported the incident to Riot's HR department. According to the filing, quote, O'Donnell believes that by this conduct, Lauren explicitly and implicitly conditioned job benefits and the absence of job detriments on her acceptance of sexual conduct. It says here that Lauren is also alleged to have made demeaning comments focusing on O'Donnell's gender, criticizing her abusive tone, and saying that she should be more feminine. In a statement provided to media outlets in response to the lawsuit, Riot wrote, The plaintiff was dismissed from the company over seven months ago based on multiple well-documented complaints from a variety of people, and in suggestion otherwise is simply false. However, the company says it has established a special committee of its board of directors to oversee an investigation conducted by an outside law firm into these allegations. It also says that Lawrence has... Pledge his full cooperation and support during this whole process, and the company is committed to ensuring that all claims are thoroughly explored and appropriately resolved. So, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. It says here, core to giving rioters confidence in our commitment to cultural transformation is taking all allegations of harassment or discrimination very seriously. Thoroughly investigating claims and taking action against anyone who has found to have violated our policies. That's what Riot Games said. Sister O'Donnell's filing follows the news of late last month that Riot was once again attempting to force plaintiffs in a long-running gender discrimination lawsuit through individual arbitration after one state agency claimed the woman involved could be entitled to over $400 million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways. Wow. Oh. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's uh, $400 million for one person? <laughs> yeah. Like, holy <laughs> shit, that is a lot of money, dude. Now, that's like one person suing you out of, like, however many are in this group. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Let's move on now here to more news. I got some news for you from Eurogamer. It says here there's a company now selling PlayStation replacement plates for the PS5. It says here Canadian-based device customization company called Dbrand launched its, replace its replacement PS5 plates dubbed Dark Plates with the brazen attitude towards the prospect of a Sony takedown. Says here, uh, they're on sale. These are matte black and will set you back at least $49 with the cost of shipping. It says here, uh, which is with the release of dark plates, the unthinkable has happened, Deep Brand says on his website. 
We've taken Sony's monumental achievement in bad design and then fixed it. We can only assume that our prices <laughs> are in the mail. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they pretty much are telling Sony, like, fuck you, sue us if you want to, whatever. Like, what are you going to do about it? We're going to sell these fucking plates. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Hmm. They even have a fancy texture on their plates. Yeah, as do the official PS5 plates, so they have the same kind of texture and everything, but it's slightly different than Sony's PlayStation's oh, like face button design. Yeah, like the little designs of like the buttons or whatever, like triangle, circle, square, X or whatever. I think they uh, admit yeah. the X, but they kind of have it in there, you know? Like... <laughs> ah, yes, mm. according to the Dark Plates website, they have a go-ahead-and-sue-us on top of the website. <laughs> they also have... <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, a thing that says when you look at this microscopic texture inside the dark plates what do you see and they have a question mark and then it says the answer totally legal they say if your answer <laughs> is familiar but legally distinct apocalyptic spin on the classic playstation button shapes you might be one of our lawyers and then it says you're go ahead and sue us <laughs> uh, according to them they have sold out of their first three waves of the ps5 plates and the limited stock of the mat Black option for the disc condition console is set to be available f for shipping in May. So there's that. I mean, they're probably making a killing off of these, right? Like, probably. How much do you think it costs for them to like mass produce these? Like five bucks a piece, maybe. Probably, that, yeah, four, probably. Four bucks a piece, three bucks a piece, if that. You know, like it can't be that much money. This is a fucking plastic mold, dude. You know what I mean? You can get like a Chinese fucking factory to fucking plastic mold you a bunch of fucking plates. Right. You can probably get more of these than you can get PlayStation Vibes right now. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Anyways. Um, Moving on to more news. Yeah. Moving on to more news. Speaking of PS5 there, Nipron. Oh. A, uh, a U.S. law firm has now filed a lawsuit against PlayStation 5 for their DualSense drift. Hmm? That's right. The same company uh, is called Chemicals, Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith, CSKND, that's the law firm. This is the firm behind the ongoing class action lawsuit against Nintendo over the Joy-Con drift. Uh, they have now decided to also sue PlayStation 5 for a drift on their controllers, for defective controllers. I, well, I feel like everybody has this issue now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And it's just a lawsuit in general. Everyone's getting sued, Mayo. Everyone. You got a joystick? That shit better not drift. <laughs> Clean your controllers. Because you're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we went on here to uh, more news. Uh, speaking of Mass Effect Remaster last week, um, there are a few changes being made to Mass Effect Remastered. All right? Mass Ass Effect Remastered changes 
map run. <clears throat> they're, they're happening. So they, they pretty much uh, are making a ton of ton, like a ton of changes to like um, visual enhancements, performance enhancements. Um, but they're also changing some of the controls for their Mako. Remember the Mako, that stupid ass That's the, thing? the vehicle, right? Yeah, you had to drive that shit everywhere in Master oh, yeah. 2. Oh, man, that thing sucked. The fucking show is trash. But they're making changes to that. Um, what about the animations? This, like, uh, facial animations and stuff. That's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, what you going to say? That's what, that's what threw me off on uh, the first Mass Effect. Is, uh, the, the facial animations are, like, really awkward to me. It's like, I can't really... I can't really blend in with that. <laughs> it's just like, your, yeah. According to the story... The original story won't change much, but the extended cut of Mass Effect 3's ending will be the, the default ending for this new trilogy uh, remaster thing. It says here, when Mass Effect first launched, you know, Mass Effect 3 first launched, you know, people were pissed off at the, the Oh, yes, ending, so they were very mad it. at the ending. And now they've pretty much said, okay, well, that ending doesn't exist. We're going to just stick with the ending that we made afterwards, that DLC ending or whatever, like that extended cut ending also they said that uh this is going to include all the dlc for mass effect one two and three except for pinnacle station dlc that was for mass effect two they said that they lost the source code for that like like they just lost it somewhere and they can't remake it so that dlc will not be a part of this story anymore they said which is kind of bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how lose the fuck something? Do you lose? Yeah. yeah. How do you lose that, dude? Like, who the fuck was in charge of that? <laughs> Oops, sorry, guys. I had, oh, sorry. A, I had it on a flash drive over here at my desk, and the <laughs> next thing I know, I need, it's gone. I needed to make room for Call of Duty, and I deleted it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, what the I, fuck? I formatted it by accident, and then, but now Call of Duty doesn't fit, so now it's just a useless flash drive. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um. So yeah, they've also uh, changed out like the the long elevator rides from Mass Effect Two. They kind of got rid of those. And that was like uh, the load screen, basically the yeah, game was with the loading, load right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just that's just same, you know, the new technology, you know, better load times. Sweet so that's not really, uh... yeah. Um, <laughs> they also are giving are giving more forgiving morality checks. Also, they're making a squad mate and enemy AI enhancements, boss fights rebalancing, and a dedicated melee button in Mass Effect 1. And they're also tweaking the cover system to work with the Mass Effect 1 game as well. So the, the cover system in Mass Effect 2 and 3 will be ported to the Mass Effect 1 game. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I never played Mass Effect. So oh, wow. Well, also, if you out. remember... Also, if you remember Mass Effect 3 where they had that multiplayer, like that, that thing where like if you played the multiplayer, it would affect your single player, like how much support you got in the single player or something. Mm-hmm. They said they got rid of all that. They're like, yeah, that doesn't exist in this. <laughs> They're like, we know that people want to play Mass Effect for the single player. Like, so we just got rid of that. There's no multiplayer at all. <laughs> Mass Effect trilogy remastered. <laughs> yeah, so they got rid of that. And... That sucks for because there's people like Brink that really enjoy that. I fucking never liked it, but he really liked it a lot. 
And so it sucks for him. But hey, man, like, uh, yeah, I guess you just get to focus on the single player. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's that, guys. Wait. Any, any more news you drug up over there? Should I pick this up? Should you oh, pick wait, it up? Wait, should you? What is what is this kind of stupid question this, is that? Nightbound, this game is a must-have. Like, yeah. one, especially if you've never played it. If you've yeah, never played Mass player. Effect, guaranteed must pick up. If you've already played it yeah. and you know the story, still pick it up. Like, yeah, and if you played it and beat all of them, still pick it up and replay it, dude. What the fuck? It's one of those games that you want to play. It's, it's one of those games I'm, you just don't really so want to miss excited. out on. I'm so fucking excited for this game. I am. Like, Nine you got to make such hard decisions in that game. Like, and and the coolest <laughs> thing about it was if you played them in order, your decisions carried over into the yeah. next one. Like, so when I remember when that happened, when that first came out, you know, when when I finished the first Mass Effect, when the Mass Effect Two came out, and they're like, all your characters are going to basically transfer over. Because what happens, Nipron, is there you have to make hard decisions in each one, and like sometimes you got to save, people. yeah. Like sometimes you got to save one guy over the other guy, and you're like, like we have to sacrifice one guy, and he has to stay behind, and and like he has to hold off the enemies while you get into the ship and take off. And you know that that character is gonna die right there. Like he's done. Like yep. he's sacrificing his life to save your life. Then he'd like, be done Fuck. in that whole entire series. But or you could choose right. to save him and go a different route, and somebody yeah. else dies. Yeah. And those characters will actually be dead in the newer ones. So when you play forward, those characters are still gone. If you don't kill him off and you kill the other guy off, that character is gone in the new ones. So it's it's really cool how it continues on. So. Cool. That was really neat. And you have to make hard decisions. I'm telling you, like, Nipron, it's it's not easy decisions. It's like, okay, this this <laughs> two group of characters, they they really are are helpful to you and you, you've grown attached to them. Like they've been part of your crew for probably like fifteen hours of gameplay. And you really like them and you put points in them and you have like they have like skills and abilities that they use. And now you're going I have to choose between these two and like the two races don't like each other and like, okay, you're going to kill the last person of this race or something like that. Then uh, I can't, that, that other character would be like, I can't accept that, you know, or cause it's, because it's my race. You can't like extinct my race, you know? And then the other characters like, well, I want this race dead. This race, you know, hunts my race down and kills my race basically. And so they're, they're responsible for us dying and we're going to be extinct if you don't, you know, so you have to choose which race is going to be extinct in a way, like choices like that in the game. Yeah. It's fucked. It's fucked. And then yeah, it's got, it's got good action. So it's, it. And it's yeah. very, being a destiny I can't player. Believe, I can't believe you've never played this. And being a destiny player, it feels very yeah. destiny like to me. It's it's outer space shooter, kind of like, it's got some strategy elements to it though, because yeah. you can pause the game and uh, you can kind of tell your, your teammates what to do. And then the game goes live again and yeah. it's a first person shooter. It's kind of a cover based shooter. But. But you know, I play. You know, I'll, I'll I'll admit it. I played the first one, but I didn't. I only gave like only thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. What? What threw me off? What? What yeah. threw me off is the uh, the animations. Like it looked very blocky. Yeah, but I mean, it's very old. <laughs> I mean, it's been around for a long. Fuck. It's what three yeah. sixty. 
Um, I, I know yeah, a bill, bill called me out. or something? Yeah, Bill called me out. I guess it was out on the council purse. I remember it being on the PC purse, but yeah. he, he said it, it released in a 360 purse and it came out on PC like uh, six months later. And for some reason, you know, I wasn't a council guy at the time, but for some reason I thought it was a, a PlayStation purse game or a PC purse game and then later came to yeah. council. But it, it must have been just thinking backwards or the article I saw talking about the controls, you know, like maybe they're trying to figure out how they ported them over and the game is unique on the PC because they got rid of the uh, the scroll wheel and stuff. Mm. You know, on the PC you just had F5 and F1 and F2 for your loadouts. Oh, yeah, the scroll wheel. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and they got rid of that. So, no, yeah. must have been what the article was about. Yeah, I'm going to pick this up, guys. I'll let you know. Do it, man. No, but definitely, de- you definitely the anniversary it, Never, never, ever come <laughs> back here again. <laughs> not until you play it. Uh, not until you play it. I will not accept you as a guest ever. Okay, I'll let you guys know. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to more news. Speaking of shooters, speaking of EA, DICE Los Angeles is back on Battlefield. Yes, they are. Woo! After a year making plans to break off from the series, Cesar, when he assumed the leadership of DICE LA Studio last year, Respawn boss Vince Zampella had big plans in mind. Mayo, he had big plans. Mm. The support studio would be working on new, original games outside the shadow cast by DICE's Stockholm office back in Sweden. Fuck those Swedish guys. We want to make our own shit in DICE LA. But that might all still be true someday, but for the time being, it looks like now DICE LA is back on board with Battlefield. That news comes courtesy of some cryptic tweets on part of DICE LA Senior Design Director Justin Weeb, asking followers to guess what EA franchise he is thrilled to be working on now. One by one, he checked out various properties, no prices for guessing where the threat ended up. It's wondrous I get to work on a game I fell in love with almost 20 years ago. He remarked in a follow-up tweet, The sandbox play of 1942 was just amazing for its time. I look forward to hearing from all of you what you loved and hoped for, for in a future Battlefield game. Since Dice LA has a long history of supporting the series, contributing back to Battlefield 1 and 5 and Hardline as an expansion of Dice's Swedish office. But Sampella's arrival seemed to herald an overhaul for the studio. And uh, so, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sampella is now running that studio, and, and you know, that's after Titanfall and all that shit came out, and and I'm pretty sure that was after Apex, right? Then he got in control of that studio after Apex. I think so. And then, and then he was like, I'm done with Respawn. I'm moving on to my own studio now in Dice LA. Yeah, because they got bought out by EA. He released that fucking Apex Legends, and then he was like, I'm done with Respawn. Going down to Dice LA, and he went to Dice LA, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna work on those super cool VR games," and then that VR game kind of flopped terribly. And then now, now they're like, "Oh fuck, okay, let's go, let's let's go <laughs> let's back go to back. Battlefield. Let's <laughs> yeah, go back to idea. Battlefield, guys. <laughs> Battlefield doesn't seem so bad now, does it?" <laughs> uh, anyways, so there's that. I'm excited to see what they come up with, man. Like I said, I'm really excited for Battlefield. Yeah. I ran across a video. I can't remember if it was on Twitter or if it was on Facebook where I where I saw this. And it was supposed to be like a little clip of like that. And it looked amazing. You might have saw it too, Jesus, um, because we're in the same social media type stuff. It started off and it showed like a bunch of muddy water. And there's like these birds flying through the air. 
and they get into a shootout with this guy in a tank and it, there's like a concrete wall to the right and they like shoot through the wall like they break up a section of the wall and the wall falls down and they can go through so like not just like a big section of the wall but like mm-hmm. wherever they shot it took you know that chunk away and mm-hmm. so like the environments is supposed to be like a whole new way of um, destructible environments and a way of interacting with them like you know you can shoot down the wall but it doesn't take the whole wall down it just takes away where you shoot and it looked really cool because it showed him going through and he come around and flank the guy from the side and like you know kills the guy in the tank and stuff but it looked really really good and really realistic looking and with the full destruction of the environment serving it looks looks really cool and I'm excited oh, I'm so fucking hyped for that game you don't even know man you don't even know Especially back to the uh, what was it the hundred and twenty or hundred twenty eight players or whatever two teams of sixty four. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, moving on to more battlefield related stuff, we're talking about Six Days in Fallujah. This is a game that was originally being made by a company called Victura and Highwire Games. Uh, oh, they're they're the ones making it now actually and this is a project that was originally announced by atomic games and konami back in 2009 before it was dropped by konami (laughs) Uh, so this game was removed by konami back in 2009 because there was a lot of controversy around it because it was surrounding the the depiction of the real life second battle of fallujah which took place back in the iraq war of 2004 or back in 2004 of the iraq war and many feared that video games wouldn't accurately convey the seriousness of that event, which at the time, they were probably right. You know, so, you know, back then, you know, people were, you know, you know, they still haven't played that mission, No Russian for Modern Warfare 2. Um, people didn't, uh, you know, play a lot of that shit, you know, like, we haven't played all the military games we played now. And uh, so... People were pretty much complaining about it back then, and they kind of like, you know, Konami said, you know what, we can't really make this, you know. Um, so, one of the one of the key groups that spoke against it back then was uh, this thing called uh, Stop the War Coalition Peace Group. Uh, they said that the game, that making a game out of a war crime and to capitalize on the death and injury of thousands is sick. They also cited that an estimated 1,000 civilians died in Fallujah from the bombardment and raids of the U.S. and shared the fact that the town's football stadium had to be turned into a cemetery to deal with all the dead bodies. Says yeah. here, so, uh, you know, of course the game had a fair share of supporters as well, though. It had former SAS British Special Forces soldier Andy McNabb arguing that war had been used for entertainment by the media for many years, arguing that the events in Fallujah were, as far as the Americans are concerned, are like folklore, along with the point that America's army had been simulating real-life events like this for for many years. And that's true because America's army was one of those like recruiting games for the military. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that game? Yep. So... So now, Victoria is publishing. You know, it's a publishing company created by former Atomic Games and Destiny CEO Peter Tamte, and uh, you know he released a press release saying the company you know was created with the goal of bringing a new Six Days of Fallujah to players. Uh, so sure that uh, they shared an interesting quote stating that it's hard to understand what combat is actually like through fake people doing fake things in fake places. 
This generation showed sacrifice and courage in Iraq as remarkable as any in history. And now they're offering the rest of us a new way to understand one of the most important events in our century. It is time to challenge the outdated stereotypes of what video games can be. It says here that the official website also included a section on why the developers believe this game is necessary, stating that, quote, When we originally announced Six Days in Fallujah back in 2009, we learned that some people believed video games shouldn't tackle real-life events. To these people, video games seem more like toys than a medium of capable communication for something insightful, and we disagree. It says here, Throughout history, we've tried to understand our world through events that happened to somebody else. Six Days in Fallujah ask you to solve these real-life challenges for yourself. We believe that trying to do something for ourselves can help us understand not just what happened, but why it happened the way it did. Video games can connect us in ways that other media cannot. Uh, so, yeah. I can see that. I mean, he makes a good point there. So, they're going down the road of authenticity with the fact that over 100 Marines, soldiers, and Iraqi civilians who were actually present during the Second Battle of Fallujah uh, will be involved in the game's development. So that's pretty wild. Like, they're actually having, like, all these soldiers and civilians. So they're getting, like, the perspective of different people, right? Like, like the civilians, the soldiers, you know, the Iraqi soldiers. And um, so, yeah. Says here, former Marine Sergeant Eddie Garcia, who was wounded during the Battle for Fallujah and was, one, was the one who pitched the idea for the game in the first place back in 2005, said this in the press release for today's announcement. He said, sometimes the only way to understand what's true is to experience reality for yourself. War is filled with uncertainty and tough choices that can't be understood by watching someone on a TV or a movie screen make these choices for you. Video games can help all of us understand real-world events in ways that other media cannot. That's actually very true, because mm -hmm. you're actually making the choices, right? Uh, so, yeah, um, apparently these games will, you know, they're, they're making it. And uh, will this game be a success? This is a hard to tell, because there have been games like this or similar to this that don't depict war as a good thing. I don't know if you guys have ever played Spec Ops The Line, uh, but these, you know, Spec Ops The Line isn't a very patriotic game, you know? It's like a very, it's a very dark game. It, it, it covers, like, war crimes and fucking, like, at the end of it, you pretty much lose your mind, you know? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, it's, it's a real, like, it's a real fucked up game, you know? If you, if you look at the actual message of the game, that, that game is really fucked up. And um, they're saying, like, you know, like, Call of Duty, they're saying that Call of Duty is a very patriotic game. The reason that, like, you know, it's, it's such a popular game in the U.S. and that the military loves it and supports it is because they're very, like, a gun-ho, the military is the good guys always, you know, like, we're always the good guys, you know, we're going to fucking kick in the door, kill the terrorists, blow shit up, and wave the American flag, and we win, yeah! <laughs> But, you know, like, they're saying, like, that's not really how it is, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, this game is now scheduled for release for PC and consoles in 2021. So, this year. And uh, so, we'll see. I mean, hopefully it comes out and it's a good game, you know? Hopefully they, they really tell a cool story or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. 
it'll be a cool story. It's a fucking war, but <laughs> I guess yeah. you can tell something. In in my head, I I feel like this game might be like in an like might capture you, capture you in an emotional level, like Last of Us Part Two, but. I uh, I I don't know how they're gonna do it, especially in the first-person shooter game. Yeah, it, like to me, that's what it sounds like. Sounds like th what they're trying to get this game to be. Try to get you in a, on an emotional level of what these soldiers had been through. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be tough, I think, to, to do that. You know. Let's see. Because <laughs> people are gonna compare it to Battlefield. Yeah. Call of Duty. And either they're going to say it sucks, or it's really good. That's yeah. going to be tough. I think you shouldn't compare it to Battlefield or Call of Duty, because those games are, like, pretty much fiction, you know? Like, 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 like the article said, they're all fucking, like, hoorah, fucking, <laughs> let's Ooh, blow shit up and fucking, yeah, we're America, yeah. bitches. Yeah, whoa, we're going to fucking airstrike the shit out of that building and blow it up. Yeah, America, fuck yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One last piece of news I have for you, Mayo. Okay. I don't know if you're pumped about this. I kind of am. I kind of am. Dino Crisis has long been extinct, but now it looks like Capcom has no immediate plans to bring the once-beloved franchise back. Uh-oh. But Hashbin Interactive is now stepping up to the plate, Mayo, with a spiritual successor called Instinction. <gasps> oh. And this is a New Zealand-based developer. They've released a new teaser trailer and a few work-in-progress materials. According to the developer, the game will be releasing in 2022 for the PS5, the PS4, the Xbox Series X and X, the Xbox One, and the PC. They said, quote, We wanted what many gamers wanted, a modern take on an age-old cult classic. A dinosaur survival game with modern mechanics and a compelling story. After 20 years of waiting, we had no choice but to make one ourselves. And it had to be amazing so as to pay homage to the original with full mod support for the community. It says here there's a teaser trailer. and uh, But yeah, they uh, this is a... Uh, it looks really fucking good, actually, man. Like, the graphics look really, like... Hmm. Like, holy shit. This, this shit looks dope, dude. Like, you have, like, modern fucking guns, and you're, like, like, like running away from, like, fucking big-ass dinosaurs and, like, this jungle. It looks cool as shit, actually. Like, the teaser trailer is really fucking good. <laughs> you guys excited? You want another Dino Crisis, man? I don't remember playing the first Dino Crisis. Hmm. I might, I might have, but I don't remember it. You want to play like any of those, like Turok or like? No, Kino I didn't. Crisis? I didn't play Turok either. What the fuck, man? Like, I wasn't. I was never big into shooters back in my you're early. Not, you're not a dinosaur guy or something. I, I was on? never a shooter player back in my early days. Like that's probably why I'm so bad online now because yeah. I'm still catching up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play Dino Crisis or like like uh, uh, Turok or anything? I played Turok a long time ago. Yeah. Back in Windows 98. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty fun. Shooting Velociraptors. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's pretty much all I have for news. Oh, one last piece of news. Holy shit, breaking news, breaking news. Uh-oh, breaking news. Ubisoft has not confirmed 
the Division Two title update 12 was meant to be the last title update for the game, but they have now changed their mind mm-hmm. and they're making more content. Woo! More content. More content, bitches. We're coming out with more DLC, more content for 2021. Who would have ever thought Ubisoft would continue to support a game? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that that company had a wall company? I mean, of all companies, a, a company that continues good. to make more DLC for yeah. a game that's like seven years old. No, I know it's not that, that old, but, but you know, Ubisoft is just, you know, you know, somebody needs to tell them that, you know, yeah. why, you why know, do guys, you guys need to make, quit supporting these guys, old games? No. You guys need to make new games, you know, that, right? you need to make a new Rainbow Six. <laughs> Stop supporting that seed shit. Make a new one already. It's like 10 years old now. Yeah. Fuck. Make more Assassin's Creed, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we need more Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, more Assassin's Creed, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, that's all I have. Oh, Bam Margera says he was fired from Jackass 4. So he will not be yeah. on Jackass 4. If you guys watch the Jackass movies, he will not be on Jackass 4. Oh, and also, guys, big news for my Pokemon fans out there. Male. Mm-hmm. Listen, Mayo, this is big news, okay. right? Okay, this I'm, is big I'm news listening. for the Pokemon fans All in the ears. world. McDonald's has revealed that it's working quickly to restock its Pokemon 25th anniversary trading cards. Following reports that scalpers are now profiting from limited edition packs, <laughs> and they're now strongly encouraging restaurants to set a limit on how many packs they can sell to individual customers. Sister, yesterday was revealed that the commemorative Pokemon cards, which are only supposed to be attainable when customers buy a McDonald's Happy Meal mail, okay, all right, were being purchased in bulk by scalpers. How do you get ready to go buy bulk Happy Meals? No, you buy a box from the McDonald's manager on eBay for fifteen hundred dollars. I'm kidding. All right, all right. Listen, yeah, listen. Dude. The McDonald's spokesperson said the restaurant franchise is moving to distribute more packs to it. You know, and I actually saw this the other day. I was at McDonald's getting lunch for my for my work, and they said Pokemon, and they said like like yeah. you don't have the Pokemon for the Happy Meals, and they, said they had like a sign that said like, "Sorry guys, we got no more Pokemon cards." I thought you were gonna say you saw. Out. Saw a guy buying a box of the Pokemon oh cards behind the McDonald's. God. Oh <laughs> my god. Nightprawn. <laughs> what are we gonna do here, Nightprawn? We can't get our Pokemon twenty fifth anniversary cards. This is bullshit. Hey, make our own Pokemon cards. It says here <laughs> in light of Pokemon's twenty fifth birthday mail, twenty five years of Pokemon, the Pokemon company teamed up with McDonald's to distribute fifty Limited edition trading cards while stocks last. The packs, which each contained four random cards, celebrate the franchise's heritage with all 24 starter Pokemon and series icon Pikachu in standard and foil versions. <gasps> you talk about, oh you talk about God. printing your own money. Like if you're a poke, you know if you're a Pokemon, <laughs> you basically just can make whatever card you want, and make it limited edition, and that people just go nuts over exactly. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they might as well be their own like government entity making making currency because you know they can just print their own money. Like, okay, we're gonna make this card, and we're gonna make a thousand of them. You know, and watch how much money that stuff goes for. 
You leave Pokemon alone, man, all right? No, I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying it's smart. Fun of like Pokemon, bro? They, they're unstoppable over there. The Pokemon company knows what they're doing, okay? Me and Nippon are going to go get all the Pokemon cards from the McDonald's. Man, this makes me regret selling my Pokemon cards. <laughs> Why'd you yeah, sell them, Nippon? Why'd you sell them, dude? You could have like a million dollars worth I of knew, Pokemon right? cards right now. I didn't expect it to blow up this big. Dang it. Imagine if you would have added these to that collection, then you would have all the Pokemon cards. Yeah. God yeah, that's damn crazy it. though, man. God damn it, Nipron. How much are they selling them for? The scalpers. Oh, <laughs> uh, scalpers! They're going for about nine hundred bucks. Bucks. <laughs> that's all. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you no can buy. Way. You could. You could buy a box on eBay right now for a thousand dollars. Uh, like a whole box yeah, of like like this? the set, like the McDonald's set, a whole box for a thousand dollars or nine hundred dollars. So are these guys getting a bad rep also? Are they just resellers helping to helping people out? I mean these guys are straight up buying the boxes from the managers. Right. They're not even getting to the store. <laughs> right. It's not, like, it's not like they're going to the store and buying fifty happy meals. These motherfuckers are legit just buying <clears throat> it straight from the managers. These poke these McDonald's managers need to get fired, okay? This is this is a violation of their McDonald's duties to make sure the McDonald's kids get all their fucking toys right. when they order a fucking Happy Meal, goddammit. Some bullshit, Nipron. If I, I was I a kid it. and I... I can see it now. Jesus is taking his daughter to McDonald's and he's yeah. going, you want a Happy Meal? And she's like, Dad, I'm... Was she eight or ten? Like, okay, I'm nine. Dad, I don't eat Happy Meals anymore. Yes, you want a Happy Meal. You are getting a Happy Meal. Not only that, you're getting two Happy Meals because I want this card. <laughs> Daddy can't get them by himself. I have to have a kid in the car, so come on. Get all the, get all the fucking Happy Meals. <laughs> you're getting one no, of each. Listen, listen. No, no, you go on Tuesdays and you get Happy Meal Tuesdays and they're like a dollar something instead of like three bucks or whatever. That's That's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a mm. thing, dude. Mm. I always see like a sign that says like get a happy meal on Tuesday for like no, it's like, I, don't, sure it's, like, I, don't, I don't I don't see a something. sign for that anymore, but I, I remember that being a thing. Yeah, it's like a happy meal Tuesday where like you get like a happy meal for like a dollar or something instead of like three bucks or something. See now I go and buy like six happy meals for myself for lunch. And I get six Pokemon packs. But will they sell them to you without kids in the car? <laughs> I don't know, like yes sir, uh why are you buying six Happy Meals? <laughs> As you roll up with your Pokemon hat on. <laughs> my Pokemon like jacket. Yeah, yeah. I want my Pokemon Happy Meals. And then I get pissed off because they tell me they ran out of the cards. Right. Yeah, you just bought like six Happy Meals for nothing. Be like, oh, sir, where are my Pokemon cards? Oh, we ran out of it. I fucking throw them back at them. You motherfucker, I want my Pokemon cards. They, they give you a toy replacement. <laughs> so bullshit. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's funny. Anyways. They, they, should, they should hide these cards inside, like, a, like a large cup or something. Just hide, hide the cards in there, and then, like, maybe one in five cups will have a Pokemon card. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm looking at you right now. One Pokemon pack, Nipron. One of these Pokemon packs on eBay is going for twenty dollars. Okay. A Happy Meal costs you a dollar twenty-five on Tuesday. Yeah. 
<laughs> so these fucking packs for twenty dollars a piece, motherfucker. Yeah, I probably uh, get, get your bus well, to okay, stop listen. at McDonald's on your way to work. Listen, listen, listen. All right, this guy right here on eBay has four Pokemon Pikachu holographic edition, twenty fifth anniversary McDonald's cards. He has four Jesus of them. Yes. He has all four. Guess how much he's selling them for? A thousand. Five hundred. Two sixty. Two hundred and sixty. All right, and you can buy a whole box, one hundred and fifty packs, for fifteen hundred dollars. And then you better hope you get one of those Pikachus in there or something, you know? Oh, oh my man. goodness, dude. This is... No, I'm telling you, Lapron. We need to go to McDonald's and buy all the Happy Meals, dude. You like my Pokemon cards? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's selling five packs for $90. Uh, this guy's selling the, the base set. So this is just the base. Uh, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Charmander, and... Um, uh, Squirtle. See, Squirtle. That's this like is the base food. set. This guy's selling those for, for $150. And those are just the basic cards. They're not even the holographic cards. They're just the basic starter cards. <laughs> See, this is, this, I'm just now thinking this is free food all of a sudden. Like, you could free you buy, buy Man, one Happy Meal, sell Man's the cards, right. it pays for like four more Happy Meals, and then you get four more sets of cards, and then it pays for ten Happy Meals. Mayo's about to go buy all the Happy Meals, eat Happy Meals for days. I'll be back, guys. I'm going to McDonald's. Hold on. <laughs> See, uh, you guys buy can find me on... Buy all the Happy Meals. <laughs> Can I get ten Happy Meals? You buy Doug. Listen, you buy three Happy Meals. You can feed yourself for a week. I have yeah. Well, I have three kids now. Well, my oldest one, he's twenty one now, so he's not really a kid anymore. But I'll take the three. Sixty bucks though. Yeah, sixty bucks. You know, you sell a pack for twenty bucks or whatever. You still make like sixty bucks off of the Happy Meal. Yeah, these are actually like real like playing cards. Like these the are like Pokemon yeah, they're legit cards. Pokemon cards. Yes. Wow. <laughs> special limited edition Pokemon cards. Look, this guy's selling just the Pikachu one, and he has it in a frame. He put it in a frame. Selling it for sixty bucks. <laughs> just the Pikachu yeah. card. Just the Pikachu one. <laughs> God, and you know what, man? I'm really gonna go buy Happy Meals, man. You think I'm playing mail? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my son, and you know he's gonna want me to take him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dad, I want Happy Meals. <laughs> he normally wants the two cheeseburger meal. He's like, Dad, I want like six Happy Meals today. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just looking at the community now. You know, I know our community are very avid Pokemon fans. I know I'm looking at you, Evan. Looking at Evan Tanaka right now. And I know Evan probably already has all these Pokemon cards. But he, he's really probably already them. bought a box already. He's probably already. <laughs> he spent 1500 bucks on a box. <laughs> he has a box. He has them opening them all up just to find the Pikachu. He only gets like, he only gets like the Pikachu. He doesn't get like the other ones. Oh man, that would suck. Oh, oh man. Anyways, that's all I have for news, people. I mean, Pikachu cards, Pokemon cards. Pokemon, as, as, as Gunny would say. Pokemon. <laughs> the Pokemon. The Pokemon. Anyways, that's all I have for news. Let's move on now to our community questions and console corner. For the console corner, I see here Control Ultimate Edition. 
Concrete Genie and Destruction All-Stars are your PlayStation Plus games for February 2021. Uh, 2021, actually, not 2021. Uh, for the Xbox, you get Resident Evil. I don't know which one, but it says just Resident Evil. Yeah, I don't know. And for the 360, you get Gears 5. What? Gears 5 was on the 360? <laughs> That's not right. We need, I think we need a fact check, Gunny, when he comes what back. What the fuck is going on here, Gunny? This, what the fuck? There's no... Gears 5 was not on the 360. That's the newest one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's the newest one. I think he did on, on the notes. He has it all grouped together. I think Indiana Jones was the uh, 360 game. I don't know. Look up here. Oh, no. Dead Rising. Available till February 15th. So that's a couple days from now. Gears 5 from the 1st to the 28th. Resident Evil from the 1st to the 28th. And Xbox, three, Xbox original title. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you really want to play that game? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> available the, tw- the 1st to the 28th. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Sounds yeah, very compelling. Yeah, very, uh, yeah. Why would you want to play that? That's like... <laughs> Indiana Jones. Why? Why would you want to... Mayo, why the fuck would you want to play? Uh, I don't know. What's it look like? Is it like Lego or something? No. no it's like the, it's like a, like a movie game. Hmm. <laughs> I'm looking up images now. It sounds like a bad Tomb Raider. Oh my god, the graphics on this are so bad. What? You got like a Harrison Ford? Xbox exclusive, I guess. (laughs) Xbox World Premiere. (laughs) (laughs) This is so bad. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's looks pretty shitty, guys. I don't know if I recommend you getting this. Anyways, that's all I have for the Xbox console corner. Um, yeah. Okay. Because we move on to community questions, right? Yeah. Well, all right. All right. First question, we got a question from good old Brian Tollip Jr. And he, he he wants to know, does does Gunny know a Rob's, Rob the Zombie song? I'm assuming he means... Rob Zombie song? Rob Zombie, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Unless, yeah, unless don't he, know. there's something to do with the Stubbs uh, on the Xbox. Stubbs, and Stubbs I know we were talking about that stuff last week. <laughs> Stubbs the <a> Zombie. <laughs> nah. Okay. I don't think Gunny would know a Rob Zombie song. I don't think he would. Is it like a metal band? A yeah. Death metal? Well, right off the rip. I don't know right off the top of my head is Dracula. But... What the fuck is that? The song? Yeah. It's like a rock song. I don't know. Rob Zombie song. Okay. Cool. Probably his most popular. Pro- probably. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, he... Brian also wants to know, Brian Till Jr. also wants to know, is Jesus Gonzalez that much of a sexual being that he pay, he plays in his Mass Effect games, how many K will the asses be in? 
Is that a, what the fuck was that? How kind of question is this? Yeah. Oh, that much of a sexual being as he plays in this Mass Effect game. So, oh, well, I can't tell you about that, Brian, okay? It's, it's private information. <laughs> but how many Ks are they going to be in? Oh, in my Mass Effect game, we're going to have all the Ks. We're looking, you know, working with, uh, we're working with, with uh, Microsoft to utilize the cloud technology. Uh, we're going to use the cloud power. Mm-hmm. The power of the cloud. Power of the cloud. Kind of like in, in Crackdown 3, but we're really going to use it this time, okay, guys? We're really doing it this time. This is not some... Is, is it going to take as long to develop? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we're going to use the cloud to power the asses in my Ass Effect game. You know, Commander Ass Shepard is going to have the greatest ass we've seen since... Shakira. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any more questions? Hmm. Um. Yeah, we got uh, MJ Ryder over here. He, he wants to know when will Brian Tillip Jr. run out of questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a good one. Yeah, that know. might be a while. <laughs> and then Brian comes right back. He has another question. He says, "I am sure I will. I could fill a few six-hour podcasts of questions, but I know Jesus is sour on that idea. So he he's pretty <laughs> sure he can fill a six-hour podcast full of questions. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And that Jesus, you're just sour on that idea. You do not like that idea. It's too many questions. Anyways." I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I'm going to double check Facebook here to make sure that name is right on this next next question here. I'll go ahead and skip all that one and come back to it. Vader Hawk on the Discord wants to know: uh, Do you think Battlefield Six will have a battle royale mode? <clears throat> I think Firestorm and BS Five was underrated, and can I understand why it wasn't popular. And the Battlefield series is the ideal game for a battle royale. Uh, no. I don't think it will, and, and I don't think that it needs it. I really think that Battlefield is known for its massive multiplayer battles and shit. That like, I, I think at this point it's too late in the game to get into battle royale. Like, I feel like Warzone, Fortnite, and Apex and PUBG have like the market locked out on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think that there should be a reason why they would even waste money or resources or time to make any battle royale for the new battlefields. Like why? You don't need it. <laughs> who the fuck is playing who the fuck is playing Firestorm in twenty twenty one? Have you heard anyone play Firestorm? Yeah, I, I did not. Is there even people on Twitch playing Firestorm? The fuck. Can I I'm, I'm going on Twitch Probably right like now. Going, two, maybe. <laughs> going on Twitch. Googling Firestorm. <laughs> oh fuck, oh fuck. Let me read that real quick. Firestorm. Vader Hulk. Firestorm. Vader Hulk playing. Uh, uh, Firestorm. <laughs> look, the only Firestorm that I see is some guy called Firestorm Squadron Firecast. <laughs> Firestorm uh, Battle Royale, right? Is that what it's called? Battle Royale. Wow. No one is live. 
Firestorm. Wow, nothing, dude. Nothing. Like... What the fuck? There's nothing on here, dude. No one... Yeah, nobody's playing. No one is playing this, Mail. I wonder if they just title it, you know, Battlefield 5 and then play it through there. Hmm. Okay. Because yeah. hmm. you, know, you have to kind of go off the Battlefield 5 title when you do your stream. I guess. Yeah, yeah they, they should have made it a standalone game like what Call of Duty did. Like Call of Duty Warzone instead of mm -hmm. an add-on. I think that would have attracted more attention to the game. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, while you're looking up, I'm going to continue on. Uh, Cy Skinner, he wants to know Vita or PSP? In terms of tech, Vita, but in terms of games, PSP. Yeah, I agree with Jesus. PSP is easier to hack and it's easier to get games on, too. Mm -hmm. I, I had an old PSP. I remember when they first came out, I thought it was the coolest thing. No, Except for the no. little the little games, you know, the little mini disc, whatever they were. <laughs> uh, those were a pain. But you can but I buy them having... pretty cheap nowadays, man. You can buy a PSP for like sixty bucks or something nowadays. Yeah, yeah I played a lot of SOCOM, Fire Team Bravo. I played uh, a lot of that game on the PSP a lot. Pretty good, but I didn't play a lot on the Vita because the games are like what. There's no games that's really yeah, interesting. Vita didn't really have that many games. Yeah. yeah. I have one last question for you, Jesus. Mm. Our our friend Jonathan, the biggest D-Hall over there, he wants to know, how is Snow Jesus doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, dude. I've been at home <laughs> for the last few days. I'm doing fine. I'm alive. Probably I've better, right? Get, get some extra gaming time in. Yeah. Recording on a Saturday? I mean, yeah, this, is, this is like the this is high good. life. This is high life. This yeah, is high yeah. life, Jesus. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about, man? This is good right here. Shit. Yeah, but I'm doing good. It's I like snow that. day, Jesus. I'm looking at Jonathan Hall there snowboarding. Jonathan, see you. I see you. Anyways. Is there any more questions? For nope, me? that is it. I just double check the Facebook and no more, so... Mm. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hey, I want to do a new, a new, I don't know if this is what we need. Okay. I want to do a new part of the show, right? Mm -hmm. I want to do a show feedback section of the show. But in order to do a show feedback section of the show, we're going to need feedback to read off for the show part of the feedback part of the show. Mm -hmm. So what I'm asking the community is to this week in our Discord, go to the show feedback channel and leave us show feedback for show number 341. It could be funny, it could be shitty, it could be talking shit about us, it could be not talking shit about us. It could be saying Mayo really sucks and I'm the best host. Or it could be saying that I suck and Mayo's the best host or Nipron should be the best host. Anyways, you leave us feedback and then we'll read some of that feedback on the feedback section of the show. Which I believe to put in the beginning, I'm going to put it in the beginning of the show, right? Because mm -hmm. why Why put it towards the end of the show? Right, because then they'll forget about all yeah. the stuff we just talked yeah. about. Mm -hmm. So, 
we should hopefully get some community people to leave feedback because i i've had that channel up for a while now like on the discord i've had mm -hmm. that that thing there but no one leaves feedback so like i want to get more feedback from the community i think this is one way to get actual feedback from them is to get them engaged on the show yeah so let's get you guys to leave feedback that we can read off on the show and um we look forward to seeing when you guys leave yeah mm. how about that yeah, awesome Anyways, you can find me on everything as Jesus Walks a Lot. I'll be on everything. Just everything. Just find me. I'll be playing some more Hitman 3, some more Battlefront, some more of that. Not for broadcast, because I still got to finish Chapter 2. Um, I'll be playing all that shit. Anyways, that's me. What about you, man? Oh, man, you're going to find me, of course, on the Discord. You know, you're going to find me uh, over there on the old Steam Machine on origin here lately you know playing apex we get a lot of apex going Ooh. on i'm the mayo one on apex well they're killing it um Ooh. getting better getting getting better every day so uh, check me out over there um like like jesus said uh you know come over to the discord leave some feedback information and and go from there what about you night uh you can find me on mostly everything as a uh, Nipon with a zero instead of a no. Um, you you can also find me on Twitch. I I do I usually stream now, so uh, you can find me on there as Nipon as well. And yeah. Yeah, and find Gunny on everything as Gunny Chief, the Gunny Chief on something, Gunny Chief underscore HGP on PS4. And or HGP Gunny, one of those. Two. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I don't fucking know. Okay, I don't. I don't know. Find them. Find them on Discord. <laughs> yeah, find them on he's, Discord. It's easy. He's always. He's always playing that fucking Mud Runner, Snow Runner. Right. Like that's find, all he find plays. him in Snow Runner, and then then get his other accounts that's, that's from like, there. That's like that's like all he fucking plays, right? Like find him there, right? And then, then you'll find him everywhere else. That's that's pretty much it. Anyways, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Thank you, Nightbrown, for being here. And we'll My catch pleasure. you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We're out. Bye. Good See night. Bye. Later, guys.